0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 5th Annual Talking Comics Award Show. I am your host, Steve Say, and I'm down here on the red carpet for tonight's momentous event, awaiting the arrival of my esteemed co-hosts, the who's who of creators (laughs) and comic book titles are looking positively jaw-dropping for this big night. And oh, I do believe that I see Mr. Bob Ryer arriving in the Fantasticar right now. Mr. Ryer, won't you uh, say something to our listeners at home? Go ahead, make my day. <laughs> Thank you very much, good sir. We'll see you inside shortly. Well, 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 it looks as if Mr. Joey Bercino is here. Joey, tell us, uh, who are you wearing tonight?
1: I was hoping you were going to ask me that question, <laughs> Steve. I was hoping you'd ask me that one, too. I'm actually. wearing a lovely Calvin Klein tuxedo and my Ask Me About My Feminist Agenda uh, t-shirt.
0: Wonderful! Haha. <laughs> <laughs> And here comes the lovely Ms. Jessica Schaefer. Jessica, hello.
1: Well, hello there.
0: I understand that this is your first time being a part of the Talking Comics Award show. How does it feel to be a member of the panel who determines this year's winners?
2: I'm super excited. I'm so, so excited.
0: Outstanding! Thank you so much for coming. We're going to head inside now and we'll celebrate some of the industry's best and brightest comics of 2017. Please, step right this way. <laughs> let all go. Charlie. Let's all
1: go. <laughs> See, yeah, I'm I'm gonna, a- uh, Are you going to do an opening number for us?
0: Oh, uh, you know something?
3: Yeah. Okay, Billy Crystal, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Harris at the
3: I, there, I wish Jackson.
0: that we had time to throw something like that together because oh, I thought god. about it this morning and I was like, oh my god. I what if sang- I? <laughs> next year next year
1: year. (laughs) full production number over the radio
0: (laughs) awesome all right hey what's up welcome to the fifth annual talking comics award show we've been away for a couple of weeks and reading lots and lots Mm -hmm. and lots of comics i have read so many comics in the past three weeks that i don't even know what to do with myself anymore i'm pretty sure that i've read every single thing that was nominated this year so Mm -hmm. i feel really good about that
1: me too
0: and uh i feel really good about our nominations and i i've gone in for some other books while we've been away i really enjoyed some of the stuff that uh, i had yet to read and uh my my votes will change Mm. based on Things. Hmm. Uh, I okay. You,
3: I'm i have been changing until ten minutes ago. I've actually run through a complete eraser at the end of one of my little
0: mechanical. Pencil. Is everybody feeling tonight? You're all pumped. Oh, we're yeah. so hyped.
1: Yeah, I'm really <sighs> really excited to hear what everyone thought about this book. I really enjoy called <laughs> Hawkeye and
0: uh... <laughs> well, well, really right.
1: that, that you... one too. Uh-huh. I, I, I need to know. I need to know what everyone thought.
0: All right, all right. Well, we're gonna find out. But everybody thinks of all of the stuff that we've nominated as we kick off our first category of the evening for Best Media Adaptation of a Comics Property. Uh, If you don't know what's going to go on, basically we are going to go through the nominations. We're not going to go into super in-depth talks about things right now. Um, What we're going to do is we're going to kind of go around the room and see if anybody wants to vie for a particular thing, if they want to speak up for it. Um, to try and sway the others into voting for, for their stuff. And then we'll vote and we'll tabulate everything and we'll come back and we'll announce the winners and everybody's going to have an awesome time. That's the plan. So, for best media adaptation of a comic's property, we have Atomic Blonde, Legion, Logan, Overwatch Collected, and Wonder Woman.
4: Hmm. Now...
0: now let me. Hmm. Well, Bob, do you, what would you like to, uh, do you want to say something for anything?
3: Sure. And it won't be what everyone expects. Uh oh, he's going to talk about oh. Logan. No, I am going to talk about Overwatch Collection. Oh, no way! Do it. Way. <laughs> do it. Uh, Here we go. I, I, w- I was in the store when Jessica got this monstrous suitcase sized <laughs> book of beautiful beautiful artwork concept stories comic stories some of which we read for the show because I uh, looked at some of them online Jessica was nice enough to send me the link and for those people who are fans of this game it is great introduction to those characters but also to the world of comic books and it sort of cross pollinates the two different fandoms, and I think that's something really special for something that's an adaptation that it can then flow in both directions. So I just want to make sure I I said something about that.
0: All right. Cool. Surprises are already coming out. (laughs) It's good stuff. The Overwatch stuff is, you were right to nominate it. It's a lot of fun. It's absolutely gorgeous. There's so many different artists doing crazy things with those characters, and it's really cool to explore the world like you only get so much from the like the little vignettes and videos that Blizzard puts out which are amazing by the way. But uh yeah, it's fun. It was it was really cool to to kind of go through the different characters and see their origins and and watch them do things other than what they do in the game. So
2: yeah. Well, you know, you don't have to sell me on that. And hmm. I just like I said to you guys, I I just saw something really special happen with it. Like I said with the kids coming in like and just people, you know, coming in that would normally not Look for comic books And the fact that You know Um I know Bob doesn't play the game I think Steve You've played a couple But But I, I, you cannot find out about these characters unless you watch those videos. It's not in the game. There's no single-player mode. So you had to read the comics. You had to go on there. So it was really interesting. And the fact that they were free. You can read them online for free. You didn't have to buy the Collected Edition. That was another thing that I thought was pretty awesome. And and like I said, it was something like kind of special when the kids came in and they were like, do you have Overwatch comics? And there I am talking to a 12-year-old and relating to a 12 year old, you know, and he's going back and forth. And I was able to sh- you know, being able to show these kids other comics. Well, if you like this, you'd like this. And to see these kids coming in all the time, it was just, it was something kind of really special about it. I don't know.
0: A very touching case
2: for Overwatch
0: collected.
3: <laughs> cool.
0: All right, besides Overwatch.
3: And, 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 yeah, and now that said in capital letters, Wonder Woman.
0: Yes. Mm. Um, so I watched Wonder Woman with Bronwyn the other night. And it's funny how watching a movie again, like you kind of can step back from it a little bit and, and whatnot. I really, really, really love I was 110% for that movie the first time. I love that movie like two-thirds of it the second time. Yep. The the final the final half hour of that movie
4: Mm-mm-mm.
0: is is not it's it's not very good. It's not very good. I don't know. I was in like I was like fist pumping mode when I was in the theater and I still really enjoyed myself. I'm not going to I'm not going to take that away or anything like that. I had a lot of fun with that movie. But the David Thewlis Ares stuff, that mustache, the mustache yeah, what, did not bother me the what first did, what time around. The-
3: yeah, why don't they do the Henry Cavill thing with his mustache? Oh, that would have been good. It
0: killed me on the second time around because you all talked about it. I told you. I could not take my eyes off of it. It was so distracting. And, um, I mean, I'm not going to blame, like, you know, my the mustache. My dis- yeah, I'm not going to blame mustache. But I just, the the fight between the two, the the shift in tone it's just it goes from being something unique to the dc movies to being a dc movie right toward and, toward the very yeah. end
3: and that is you know, that you have that switch that doesn't need to be in terms of the origin which when we discussed the movie with our academics when we had them on as we chatted about this it's a it's a problem mm-hmm. that's that said Considering what this movie meant to audiences, absolutely, which is is where I, I'm I'm the person who started making those criticisms, and rightly so. And you're right to bring them up. I've seen it, I think, a half a dozen times.
0: Really? Wow. Okay.
3: Yeah, and I just watched it again to prepare for, for this. Watched on New Year's Eve, as a matter of fact, and those things still bother me. My second time seeing it, I saw it opening night with Carolyn and her husband, Steve, mm-hmm. and he he loved it. And Carolyn and I walked out going, yeah, but what about... everyone?" We were doing our thing. Yeah. I saw it the second time that Sunday at a matinee in the local theater. And the, the audience was 75% women. And it was multi-generational. Yeah. It was moms and daughters and grandmoms casually cosplaying really cosplaying little girls who never even saw Linda Carter know how to do the Amazon bracelet thing
4: mm-hmm.
3: and and you, you you're in the theater and the movie hadn't even started yet and I was bawling <laughs> it, because you you're saying okay there's a reason that what Dr. Morrison and Elizabeth and Olive Byrne and Harry Peter and all those people who don't really get thanked enough in these movies at the end, or on television documentaries, <laughs> there they created something that it maybe it took all these years to catch back up again mm-hmm. to to the cultural zeitgeist. But there it is in watching little girls and little boys look at this character and are in awe, mm-hmm. and I. I don't know that it wipes out mustache Ares, and the movie goes from sepia tone and splashes of Wonder Woman's color to to the brown orange DC I universe actually, look.
0: You know what's funny? I actually really really appreciated that a lot more the second time around. The shift in uh, color tone and stuff like mm-hmm. that. How like Themyscira was all bright and colorful and green and yep. you know sunlight and all this stuff, and then when you went to War. It was all that like oppressive. Right. No, ignored. Bob's talking about
1: the uh, Bob's talking about the Snyder explosions at the end,
3: at right? The no, end. but He's it, talking it, it's talking
2: about the end. end change. No, but it, it, it is. Does the, change it's,
3: but, it, but it is those three those three acts that Steve's talking about, right? We go from full color Themyscira to gray with just Wonder Woman's color popping to then gray, orange, and brown DC Snyder explosions. Exactly. There's
0: color again though after the um the no man's land scene. Like one when all the people are like, "Yay!" What yeah, are and everything like that's all colorful again too. Like that's
3: not dancing; that's swaying.
0: Right, but it's done yeah. like it's done deliberately and it's done really yes. cool. But my my point being is like, because we have to move on. But um, like, two hours. It's two hours and twenty one minutes. Two hours of that movie is rock solid, and it's yeah. it. It does so much. Like, it changed the landscape of superhero films oh, yeah. in a multitude of ways. Like, there's no getting around that. And it's damn good. <laughs> like, I, I, I harped on the end of it, of the movie, but so much of that movie is so, so, so good. And um, I just, it is still going to rank quite high
3: yeah.
0: on my list.
3: And Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. He oh, yeah. Is.
2: She is. She is. You know who I uh, know, As a girl, I never thought character? I'd see that in my life, you know? Right,
3: exactly. Yeah, tell so, us, Jess. Yeah, are... no,
2: I mean, as I'm going to talk as a lady here, you know, I never thought I'd see that, you know, uh, like an actual powerful woman, you know, not just uh, a dingbat who's a side this or that. I like, you know, to see that in my lifetime was was really exciting. Um, So I think, you know what I mean? I, I kind of gloss over the end and I don't disagree with you, Steve. It's not that I don't disagree, but I kind of gloss over it because of that, because I have some emotional connection to it. I'm not going to lie, you mm-hmm. know. So, but I do agree with you. The ending, I was like, you know, like, all right. Couldn't
3: we (laughs) have the other? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 You know what I mean? But
2: I, you know, I I do, like I I get over that because it is, there is an Mm -hmm. emotional connection for me.
0: Uh, My question for everybody for the room is this. Did anybody have a chance to check out Legion at all?
1: (sighs) Yes. I watched all of Legion. It was amazing. Thank
0: okay.
3: You, I've seen an episode of it. I'll give you that. Legion okay.
1: is incredible. <laughs> it is so oh. good. It is like
2: oh my god, a freaking
1: trip, man. Every episode, I was just like, it is what a trip. the hell is happening? And the way that like it, oh my god, is, it, it, is, it,
2: and, I, like, I love that show so much. The that yeah, that there show... is
0: so much. I still remember when I went to New York City Comic Con. I did the panel for that, and we got to see a sneak preview of the first episode. They played a portion of it, and just how like energized I was for it by the end and, and, and uh, Noah Hawley doing his, his directing and just painting this really really beautiful psychological and psychotic like you don't know what's going on in that show some of the time but it's <laughs> just it all, it all comes together in the end and it's so beautiful and there's so many standout moments like Aubrey Plaza
2: oh,
0: oh my god that her show? musical number
2: Holy her musical shit.
0: number That musical number trumps everything else this year. Like it's, that was electrifying. That whole show, the the villain they used, how they used it, all the different powers, like the representation of those powers, all, and kind of the like twelve monkeys vibe of it all. I just, I loved Legion. Legion impressed the living daylights out of me, and I really really curious as to what's going to go on with season two when they uh they switch up the people that are making it i really hope that it it holds up but that first season by itself is phenomenal
4: nice.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah all, all the stanley cooper references i mean they're in clockwork you know what i mean that's the name of the insane asylum like the whole yeah. like I, I just yeah it was just it was lovely i'm sorry that <laughs> musical number got me they had me at that musical number <laughs>
3: See, my favorite musical number to superhero thing this year isn't on our list. It was uh,
0: Supergirl singing Moon River.
1: Classic. And, okay.
0: Yeah, oh, the yeah, Supergirl Flash
1: too. crossover, yeah.
0: That was good, too. All right, does anybody want to say anything for Atomic Blonde or Logan before we move on? I just want
1: to say that Logan was just nominated for a Writers Guild of America Award for Indeed. Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. Um no, I mean for uh, last hurrah, swan song for Hugh Jackman was fantastic as 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 Logan as Wolverine. Um, but the thing that like I will never forget from that film is freaking Daphne Keen as Laura. It's so good. She's so so mm-hmm. amazing in that film and uh, mm-hmm. it's just like total standout. Um,
3: how about Cranky Patrick Stewart?
1: Oh, Cranky Patrick Story <laughs> as well, yeah.
3: Isn't
0: he up for like consideration for some kind of an award as a supporting role oh, for that?
1: Yeah, and Hugh Jackman so. is as well. It's just, yeah. it's just okay. such a incredible So okay, let me put it this way. One of the things that we talk a lot when we talk about the Marvel movies is that the strongest ones in the in that canon are the genre pieces. Right. Um, the Winter Soldier as the kind of like spy thriller, yep. kind of political thriller film. Um, Logan t- did that for the X Men films, for the Fox X Men films, right? It, it, it was this very kind of like loner, Western infused, kind of lone gun story to it, uh, riding off into the sunset. And it was just, just an amazing, amazing piece of storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. beyond being an X-Men movie. Um and it had it had it it had the mutant powers, it had, you know, all the things that you would expect from an X-Men movie, but it did it through a very particular lens with a, an amazing cast and it's a movie that came out last February and it's still making its way onto everyone's lists.
3: Yeah.
1: Mhm. All right. Um, all
3: ready. Shall best. we dance?
0: <laughs> yeah, Atomic Blonde is also... These are all very good. These are all really, really worthy. It's going to be hard to number these, for sure. but uh, yeah, We need yeah, to I mean, throw
3: that out there, by the way. Everything that has passed through our grist mill to get to this point, mm. they're all awesome. Yeah, And when we're, we're, we're going to try to make sure we don't actually talk down anything. We're just going to talk the up out of everything we can, because everything on this list... I am as proud of any year we've ever had uh, in terms of our nominees. There's some great stuff in every category.
0: Indeed. Uh, for me, I have a lot of personal connections with Atomic Blonde between going to the premiere and uh, cross-dressing as Larry for, for, yeah. for Fan That was Expo, the best though, Steve. It was amazing. You did look
2: great.
0: Um and I just think I just think the movie kicks ass. I love the soundtrack. I love the way that music is kind of in the bones of the movie. The action is top notch. Charlie's is just incredible throughout that entire thing. Uh, I love the look of it. Love the cinematography, the colorization, all of it. I just I, I it's a really, really, really great alternative comic book film, I think. So Awesome. That's my little piece for Atomic Blonde. Let's vote. Okay. okay. You're right. Okay. We're voting. We're voting
3: out. Who, who's voting? Who's who's going first? Are further? we going bottom to top or top to bottom? I I'm going to I want it one to first Five. place to fifth place. Okay. I can go Who first. Should...
1: You want to go first? Okay.
3: Joe, I uh, I'll go first. I don't care. You go first, Bob. Okay. For me, Wonder Woman. Logan, Atomic Blonde, Overwatch, Legion.
0: This is tough. We're gonna to be we're gonna do this right this now, right atomic- here. Yeah, yes, right now, right here. Oh
1: shit!
3: Okay, okay here we go.
0: <laughs> okay, Joey. Oh no, 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 Joey, go.
1: Number one, Legion. Number two, Logan. Number three, Wonder Woman. Number four, Atomic Blonde. Number five. Overwatch. Okay. Jess?
2: All right. So uh, you guys know my uh, number one is Overwatch. Sorry. (laughs) Number two, Wonder Woman. Number three is Legion. Four is Atomic Blonde. And five is Logan.
0: All right. From top to bottom for me, Legion. Yes. Logan. Yes. Wonder Woman. (laughs) Yes. Atomic (laughs) Blonde. Yes. And yes, Woo! there,
1: are... and Joey taking over the award <laughs> show.
0: The talking dog's gonna give a vote. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> this is a voting block over here. Okay.
0: Oh so. God. So we have given all of our votes and all of our opinions, and while we're waiting for Bob to do the math. Joey, yes. why don't you tell us what the listeners at home chose through our poll?
1: The listeners at home, for best media adaptation of a comic's property, mm-hmm. voted... Do you want top to bottom or bottom to top?
0: Bottom to top.
1: Bottom to yeah. top. The old David Letterman top ten, right. Yes, okay. So, uh, And just so everyone knows, at home, there is an other category that people can vote for but we don't get to see what the Other is, so Other is just his own thing. Anyway, um, Overwatch, Atomic Blonde, come in with just a a tiny sliver of the pie. Other, (laughs) with just a little bit bigger part of the pie. Legion, just a little bit, and then very, very close, big chunks of the pie. Logan, with about 40% of the votes, and the winner... Wonder Woman with forty-five percent. Ah! Oh, wow, that was Rise close. Yep.
3: All, right. all right. Well, for our, our votes, Atomic Blonde, Overwatch were tied. Then, in a close race to the top, <gasps> Logan, Legion, Wonder Woman,
4: by oh, all right. All
3: all right. F- one vote. Ah, oh, by one vote, Wonder Woman? By one point, yep. Fifteen, fourteen, thirteen. Wow. Wonder Woman Legion Logan. Wow. wow. Wow.
2: Doesn't really surprise me though. I kinda oh, go thought Wonder st- Woman would win. Had a right.
1: feeling. Well deserved. <laughs> took 75 years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Fantastic. Congratulations to Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman. We're getting the Best Woo-hoo! Media Adaptation Woo-hoo! Award. Let's move on. Let's try to speed this up a little bit. Yep. Breakthrough writer. Break we'll through find a win. rhythm.
3: Don't worry. Breakthrough writer.
0: We have Donnie Cates and Mel Ferris, Gabby Rivera, Matthew Rosenberg, Shea Fontana. Oh, Who- doke Who's going first?
1: I'll talk about Shea Fontana.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Uh, I really liked the writing for that heart of an Amazon arc, um, and she really got railroaded by five different artists there uh, for that mm-hmm. arc. But I could tell, reading that storyline, that as a writer, um, she really understood the character and had a really great story going. I do wish that the artwork on the story arc had kind of matched that and had been a little bit more consistent. Um, but her writing really shined through for that. And I, I want to read more of, of her.
3: Absolutely. I, she picked up what Greg Rucka was doing and found a way to bring his hinted at new old ideas all into play by telling a classic Wonder Woman story. The choice she makes about what she'll do is so Diana. For those who haven't read the arc, there's a company that wants to use her DNA because she's immortal to basically cure all diseases. And it sounds really shady, but what else could Wonder Woman do but try to save everyone? And Ms. Fontana comes out of the DC superhero girls and say, oh, it's like this Kitty book. No, because in those books, if you've read those, which sell 100,000 copies apiece for DC, those characters are Spot on target. I want to see so much more of her work in the mainstream universe. I can't tell you. Uh, thanks for bringing her up, Joey. Really. Yeah. yeah. yeah good start. Very nice.
0: Good start. Nice.
3: I'll jump in on, on Gabby Rivera. Okay. I, I America was so unique, such a different voice for this character we, who we've seen for years and years. And she is still that character we saw in the other books, but her Ms. America that manages to channel madeline joyce from the 40s and the way she wears this shirts, but still be a new uh, sort of a new american hero the the immigrant culture is there the the special voice of her culture and it's humorous and meta and deep in marvel history for someone who's not written a comic book before it may have taken an issue to find the form but boy, once it did, absolutely took off for me. Just love what Gabby Rivera did.
0: Ooh. I didn't know that was her first book. I forgot about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm with Bob on that. I think she just did a really great job with that book. Uh, and like you said, it did take an issue. But like once you like kind of got into it, it, it really took off. It was really clever, you know, and I, I really liked that. I, I, like that. word, yeah. Yeah, it was very clever. And that's that's what made me really enjoy it.
3: Sotomayor University. Come on. Can't, yeah. can't be <laughs> it. Can't be it.
2: Right. Yeah
0: impressive okay (laughs) i will say a little something for mr donnie cates and emil ferris real quick if i may uh i think donnie cates's catalog this year speaks for itself Uh, i don't know how much you guys got to read but he was just pumping out books and so many of them were just really really incredibly written very epic and just very uh Really talented guy who's been in the game for a little while, but just really, really carved his name into the tree this year, I think. And uh, I just I enjoyed so much of, of what he put out. And uh, I think he's a fantastic writer. And Mel Ferris, on the other end of the spectrum, whoa! I have not spent so much time with a comic book as I did with My Favorite Thing is Monsters. I I can't even it's been a really 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 long time this book she is just an incredible writer of this this beautiful story that is a mystery but has so many moving parts that it's stories within stories within stories in this book there's there's the murder mystery to solve there's all the different people to meet there's a past to uncover it's just wild. And and I won't talk about it in the art, which is amazing in and of itself, but from a writing perspective, it is just so intricate and so well orchestrated in, in every way. And I, I really, really thought that she – the idea that there's another one of these coming out yeah. sometime this year is just blowing my mind because I, I just – I can't even believe that there's going to be another one of these to to sink my teeth into, and I'm super-duper excited about it. Uh, super, super impressive. Even though it's just the one thing, damn, that's my little piece.
3: And let's not forget Matthew Rosenberg, and if nothing else, four kids walk into a bank.
1: bank.
0: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. He's got a couple of other good books out there as well.
1: Yeah, he's rocking that Donnie yeah. Cates Road too, man. He's been around, but he's on all the books now. You know, yeah, uh, especially over at Marvel, they're they're working Rosenberg a lot.
0: Big moves big year
3: and, and that's what breakthrough is
0: about it is it is again so, these are all really really you know really great nom- uh nominees everybody yep. really put, brought their a game and some of them for the first time which is really really impressive and kind of ways when you're talking about breakthrough writer
3: oh i think steve's politicking i'm <laughs> kind
0: of no 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 <laughs> i'm, I'm i'm rethinking like my own my own agenda here because i somebody moved up like two spots on my list and i'm actually a little surprised
3: okay okay. so so, are you ready to go then steve
2: or do you want
0: no no no. i want a minute just to orient myself jess you're in in charge of this one you go first
2: you want me to go first absolutely all right so my number one is Donnie cates um I didn't read. Hold on a second, because I didn't get to say this. I didn't get to read God Country before, mm-hmm. any, before we. And I read God Country, mm-hmm. and that was fantastic. That mm-hmm. was so good. The story was so good, so original, so amazing. And even its stuff on Redneck, it, it's it's vampires, but it's so it's just original. And and it's vampires yep. so done. You know, they've been so done. But it was so good. It was such a great take on it. So he is my number one. Okay. okay. Um. Next is going to be Gabby Rivera. Matthew Ro- Rosenberg blah blah blah, because I can speak today. <laughs> Matthew Rosenberg, Champers! Shea Fontana, and Emil Ferris. Oh. <gasps> mm-hmm.
3: Okay, Joey. I heard that sharp mm-hmm. intake of mm-hmm. breath. You're off. It
2: was Christmas. hard. I mean, I really Man, think they were all fantastic. Yeah.
3: number one:
2: Matthew Rosenberg.
1: Number two: Gabby Rivera. Number three: Shea Fontana. Number four. Donnie Cates, number five, Emile Ferris.
3: Okay, I'm gonna go next to give Steve the absolute cleanup spot.
0: I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm becoming a little confused over here. Go ahead, Okay. Bob.
3: <laughs> number number one, Shea Fontana. Number two, Emile Ferris. Number three, Gabby Rivera. Number four, Donnie Cates. Number five, Matthew Rosenberg.
2: Wow, They're all so different
0: now. When you're when you're saying your things and you're numbering, why do I feel like I'm numbering first different place, than all of you? First,
3: first, first place. First Shea
1: Fontana. Second place. Steve Emil is just Ferris. surprised that we all. But just and I put Emil Ferris number five. <laughs>
2: I and it but it's so hard. Stan, I think it's, it's it's amazing. I and it's just so hard, but I really fell in love with God Country. I'm sorry. I love well, that. Well you
0: bonus. don't have to apologize for <laughs> that
2: <laughs> I That last place shit
0: though.
1: I didn't <laughs> Steve, you weren't That's here so when I was talking so about it, but I didn't really like my favorite thing is Monsters.
0: And I you did. didn't you I didn't re- like it.
1: I didn't. Oh, that's why oh, was, oh, no. <laughs> oh, he didn't like it.
2: You yeah, know. Really? Uh, yeah. We'll right. talk about we'll it, talk it some about more about it later. In, a, in a couple more categories.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay,
3: Steve. So your first place pick
0: is. Well, it's not the wicked and the divine. I know that.
1: <laughs> oh! <laughs> Bingo! Yeah. It
0: time, Joy wants some war. Nobody wants some war. Okay. All right, here we go. Donnie Cates. Gabby Rivera, Emil Ferris, Shay Fontana, Matthew Rosenberg.
1: You are coming at us for putting her? We dropped her third place over here. Coming at us so hard over here. Yeah, we're gonna put
0: her. I, I, I am going with Gabby Rivera in second place because I think we have the possibility of seeing more from her, and I really. Even though I wasn't a hundred percent there with America, there was a vast portion of it that I really did enjoy. And there is a ridiculous amount of potential there. if If that's her first thing, like sign me up for the next one because I will read it. Yeah and that that uh, weighs it weighs heavily for me, especially when you're talking about breakthrough writer. If it was overall writer, like if it was just best writer, then no. but for a breakthrough, like yeah.
4: Yeah. I'll throw my hat in the
0: ring for Gabby Rivera. That's she came out with a really amazing book, and I, I think it's I think it's good stuff. All right.
4: Okay.
0: So, while Bob is tabulating here we go. the votes, and I now know what the hell I'm talking about here, Joey, why don't you tell us what the listeners chose for best breakthrough writer?
1: Okay, from bottom to top, other. <laughs> <laughs> I love that book. It was great. And then Emil Ferris. And then Gabby Rivera, followed by Shea Fontana. Matthew Rosenberg. Matthew Rosenberg and Shea Fontana are pretty much tied in the uh, listener polls. And with a vast 20% lead on anybody else, oh. Mr. Donnie Cates.
0: Donnie! Wow. Nice.
1: Okay, well, from our votes,
3: bottom to top: Emil Ferris, Matthew Rosenberg, Shea Fontana, Johnny Cates, <gasps> and our winner is Gabby Rivera. Whoa! Wow. Wow. Whoa! Really? Without 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 one first place vote. As this is how this weighted system works. Three second places and a third get her the victory. Wow. Okay, wow. by one point
0: over Donnie Cates. Wow! All right,
2: we all have very different takes on this category. So yeah, it was, it was great. You know, it was yeah. I like that. That's that was awesome.
0: Good. Congratulations, cool. Gabby. Congratulations, Radara. Gabby. That's great. Yeah. All right, cool. Very cool. Let's move on to breakthrough artist. Breakthrough artist, we have Jamal Campbell, Leonardo Romero. Jonas Goonface, Linda Sage, and Elsa Chartier. What a category! Now, if there, if a, there
3: was if there was an award for best name for breakthrough artist, Jonas Goonface. <laughs> I want to go. Down.
0: I want to go to the group <laughs> mural that's happening with these people. Yeah. The it's jam, a, right? The jam. big ass, Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the mural jam it's the giant ass building and them and every paint color they can possibly imagine.
3: Yeah, it's a great category. We've got some amazing, amazing artists here. And I'd also like to to mention we had some amazing feedback from basically everybody in this and the previous category on Twitter for for being nominated. So we'd like to thank you folks for seeing what we were doing and appreciating it. We appreciate what you do as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, this, this was a
3: tough one. This is, so this hard.
0: is a really, really, really tough one. I You're feel, the art guy, Steve. Go. Uh, I just I feel like I feel like we really know these artists well. We we've okay. spent a lot a lot of time. With the exception for me of of Jamal Campbell, I did get to check out some of his stuff. Very impressive. Yeah. Very very cool. Uh, la 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 la. But okay. So if I'm gonna go to bat for anyone, everybody's amazing. But I'm going to say a little word about Jonas Goonface. Oh, yes, you are. (laughs) Godshaper. My second read of Godshaper was, like, transcendental. That story, that book, the art in that book, the way that the art makes that story come to life and completely transported me to this other world of, like, rock and roll and like identifying with oneself, and and like abandoning all of your uh, like all your your possessions, and all like being tethered to all of your things, and what the gods represent, and this guy walking around doing his thing, like it's just it's such an empowering story, and it's so much of it is powered by Goonface's art. It's just off the charts good. I loved all of it. The, the 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 lines, the colors, the creatures, all different gods. The the way that the like the music was so expressive through the art that you could feel like the motion and the sound coming off the page. Just a, a really, really incredible talent. I would love, love, love to see him on something else, hopefully with characters that do drugs <laughs>
2: <laughs> that yeah. a good time. i think it would like a real good acid trip, i want you know?
0: <laughs> i want jonas Goonface
2: Doing to do like his own
0: version yeah. like an alien fear and loathing in las vegas yeah.
2: that would be amazing yeah, i could see that yeah. oh, totally see that
0: i want that so bad uh i just think i just think he's incredible as far as like turning my head and making me go like who the hell is this this is nuts He he has a really unique style, and I absolutely fell in love with it. Like it's just, as far as I know, just the one thing, but it's it's such quality. It's so good. So that's my little my little podium for Jonas Goonface. Nice. And also best name in comics. Period.
3: Yeah. Well, there's also Chris Wild
0: Goose. Wild wow, goose is good. <laughs> um, I love all of Chip Zdarsky's variations. My oh favorite my one God. being Chip Zippy. <laughs> I love that
1: one. You can't. All forget, right. Uh, all
0: right. Who else wants to go to the plate for any of our breakthrough artists? Speak now.
3: Okay, I'll jump in. Pregnant pause, as they used to say. Elsa Chartier, who did some work with a number of different companies before. Uh, I think I first saw some of it on Starfire, the, uh, Amanda Conner and Jimmy Palmiotti, and her work on Infinite Loop, which is the third issue of the second series, which she is writing and only doing the covers for. On Unstoppable Wasp, it is this wonderful blend of Yes, it's light and cartoony in a certain way. In, in a Bruce Timm thing. Ooh. And, and yet, the depth of emotion conveyed by body language, facial expression, layouts within the panel, page layouts themselves, the panels within the page in that first issue where, where Nadia is explaining to an immigration agent about the, her history and the panels are shaped as the wasps helmet as we go around the page the innovation within what some would see as a limited vein it is off the charts and it is beautiful to look at beyond that action-packed and sad funny playful i I connect to things at an emotional level and i looked at the, the first issue of this and i was completely in love with her artwork more than I had been before. I, it is something really different and unique to me. And I'll, I'll you know, I'll champion Michelle Thier on, on that. I also want to throw two cents in for Linda Shage, who's mm-hmm. bloodstained. We're talking about emotional connection. It is wildly funny. And in, her lead character, Elliot, is such a conflicted person trying to do all the right things and it shows in every expression every flick of the wrist as she's trying to clean up some hideous thing in dr stein's lab it's just an amazing piece of work as well so i i I certainly don't want to don't want to slight that so Mm. uh, those are my four cents two cents on each
0: okay joey or jess do you care Do you to go, to, to ride oh, your, your pale horse into comic land?
1: I'm good, I think. I am pretty pretty solid on my votes. Leonardo Romero is think... great, but... all,
2: right, all right. Yeah, you know, it's a hard category. It's again, these are all so hard. They're all so good. It's it's really it's it's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. But I think I'm okay. I think I think we're good. I'm ready
0: to vote. Okay. All right. We're we're ready, ready. We're yeah. ready, ready. We're ready, ready. I would like Jess to go first.
2: Oh, God, why again?
0: Yeah, because.
2: Oh, God, I hate this. All right, so my number one is Linda Sage. And by the way, I, I read Bloodstain. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, it was amazing,
2: Bob. Yeah. It was so good. Um, and then Jonas Goodenface. Uh You got me to read. Got, the, the art was fantastic. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, Jamal Campbell, Elsa Cartier, and Leonardo Romero.
0: Oh. Oh. Mm. Mm. bold moves Joey
2: Sorry. Yes. it's hard Yeah, uh,
1: I'm going to go number one with the Jack Kirby David Aja stylings of Leonardo Romero's Hawkeye Ooh. number two Jonas Goonface
0: Goonface
1: number three Elsa Chartier
3: Number four, Jamal Campbell. Number five, Linda
0: Sage. Steve,
3: shall I? Sure. Elsa Chartier, number one. Linda Sage, number two. Leonardo Romero. Jonas Goonface. Jamal Campbell.
0: Wow. Hmm.
3: <sighs>
0: okay. Steve,
3: okay. Okay. you're the deciding votes. This is a closey.
0: All right, here we go. Number one, Jonas Goonface. Bold. Ooh. Number two, Linda Sage. Bold. Number three, Elsa Chartier.
1: Bold.
0: Number four. <laughs> <I can't, sorry. laughs> Bold. Bold. Leonardo Romero. Bold. I miss Jamal Campbell. Bold. Okay. I just didn't I just didn't have enough time with this oh, stuff. God. Very talented man though. I love him. I'd hold his groceries if you need
1: Do you want to do the listener responses? Yes, I would love to find
0: out (laughs) who the listeners chose. Here we go!
1: Again, from bottom to top, Clucking in at the bottom here, we have Other! Followed by uh, Leonardo Romero, Jamal Campbell, very close there, with about 10% of the vote each. Jonas Gunves. And Elsa Chartier, splitting about 15%, 16% each. And then with 40% of the vote, Linda Sage.
0: Woo! So she, she
1: almost collected all of the other four together.
0: Nicely done. Yes, I Sage. totally just spit all of my really <laughs> nice whiskey all over my desk.
2: <laughs> wow. That.
0: I did a spit. It was that, Joey, you're hilarious. Joey. You're my yeah, favorite. I can't handle it. <laughs> favorite person. Yeah, I can't handle it. Okay, Bob. Would you be okay. so kind?
3: Yes. Uh, bottom to top: Jamal Campbell, Leonardo Romero, oh, and then, and then separated by one vote for each position: Ulster Chartier, Linda Shage, Ooh. Jonas Goonface. Wow! Was Whoa. our pick. Face, Whoa, very cool. Very close, very close vote.
2: Wow. His art is is just amazing. And it's very, like, it, it's hard. These these artists are, have very different styles as well.
3: His you artists, know, so
2: yeah. they're know. all so vastly yeah. different and they're also amazing. So it's hard to, you know, they're they're all amazing.
0: <laughs> alive, man. I love it. Alive. Uh,
2: all
0: right, Jonas Goonface. He's
2: picking
0: it up. Very cool. Congratulations, dude. That's awesome. Okay. Here we go. Best new series. Oh, okay. Best new series. (laughs) Our nominees for best new series of 2017 are Dark Ark, Unstoppable Wasp, America, Hawkeye, and Mech Cadet U. Which, by the way, I read Met Cadet U, and it's awesome.
1: <laughs> I told you it was going to
0: be It's amazing. awesome. It's like, it's like a like a PG version of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, like Cross with Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's it's totally it's totally that, but it's done with a lot of charm. It's got a little bit of Ender's Game in there. Like it's it's cool it's really really cool i i'm very very happy to have to have read it
1: can i also with say, all of, oh, sorry
0: you go, go ahead related to mecha i was reading
1: it i was bummed that i didn't pitch for Take, Takeshi miyazawa for for artists because it looks Wrong. so
0: good yeah at... it is i have i have regret. a few regrets when it comes to to the nomination stuff over the so last so many couple regrets weeks. i really do <laughs> so like, many regrets I would have switched something out in this category for another thing that I ended up reading. And just it it blew me away. And I was like, fuck, like why? It was right there. It was right there. And then we didn't talk about it enough. Oh, well, what is it? but you can't just you can't just do that whole thing. Scales and scoundrels. Oh my! Okay, I know, and
2: you've yelled at me for this, and it is yeah. so good, isn't it? Good. I'm so it's glad that so good. you love it. I, it's love, so listen, good. Like,
0: I love Dark Ark. I, I read Dark Ark. No, I it, think we, it's a great book. I totally would have swapped out Dark Ark for Scales. Okay, definitely.
2: but this is like we've discussed this. This is so hard to do because it's it like, is. I, and I did. I I really love that book. I do. I I'm I'm with you on that. I. I go back and forth, but okay, hold on. I'm going to jump in too because I did not read Hawkeye or Wasp before we did that show. Oh, either, okay, didn't read and Hawkeye? then you guys. No, I had never read it. I, this Walk was you guys either. yelled at me for it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I but I did. So then that kind of like blew everything else out of the water for me. Yeah. I like loved it. I fell in love with it. Oh. Like when just even like the little things where, where they're pointing out everyone's abs all the time. Like, to, <laughs> yeah. like it just like was so again clever, very clever. And I really like cleverly written, you know, books like that. So yeah. uh, you know, I'm gonna champion for that right now. Yeah. Okay, this I'm gonna go works for out. it. I'm, yeah, like. This guy works exactly like oh tasty burrito like what you know yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. you know it just cracked me up it was good the story was great wasp was great as well so you know um I had not read those books um, uh, they then surpassed some other stuff for me
0: yeah so, unstoppable wasp yeah. It just crushes it and crushes yeah, it so really good. crushes it you so know
1: good. Bob championed wasp for so long and I, I remember when we brought uh, Jeremy Whitley on to talk about the. Uh, the book only about an issue or two had come out, so like I had read those two issues, and then I didn't read the rest. Um, so reading the last six issues of that series, which is also a travesty that it ended so early. Yes. though And I remember Bob talking about seven and eight, and like how he like cried, and I was like, "Please, it's the wasp." And then I read it. I have I was, those pages. I <laughs> have those pages open in front of me, Joey, was, and I'm crying again, bawling. I was yeah bawling reading janet's narration yes it just the way that it it, it's just an amazing incredible book and nadia is just so charming so charming you talk about kate bishop who we all know i have a huge crush on but um not that i have a crush on nadia because that's weird but uh she's so (laughs) charming she's so positive and such a great the whole book is just such a great kind of message to to girls and to scientists and to just girl sci- and it, and it, girls, and really girls. It, it's really you know
2: amazing. It, it is. It it's is. just a
1: really incredible, incredible book. And Indeed. I'm crying to hear you talk about
0: it. Girl. Yeah,
3: no, I'm really I'm glad. Ser- that, I'm serious. No, I, I'm really. Thank you. I genuinely. No, I'm with you.
1: I, I really like I'm glad that I, I was able to finish it and read it because, you know, I knew how important it was to you talking about it and the character to Jeremy as well. Hope you're listening, Jeremy. Peace and hey, dude. Um, uh, uh, it, it just really was—it was a perfect book, and it could have been a perfect, much longer run. Um, but what we have is just remarkable. Ah. Top that, Bob.
3: <laughs> uh, no, I—you I, said everything I would need to say again. I have that last issue open in front of me as Nadia and Jan are, are, are talking about their history and their, and, and Hank and what's the, what looks to be you know, this light frothy book is so deep in genuine emotion about this young girl. All she wants from where she comes from is, is the red room and all this darkness. And she is so positive. Here, again, Nadia—it's it, Mark Wade and Jeremy came up with this. Nadia, translated from the Russian to English, means hope. And as a great in-joke for the movie, it's one thing, but as the leitmotif motif for this book, incredible—just the kind of book we we need more of, that we see a lot of in indie books, but that this is this is a marvel book. Again, we had. A, a, an amazing run. It's a book that can be read and reread over and over again, and gifted to people. Doesn't matter that it's over. It may not be over forever. Go out there and let, we'll 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 bang the drum for Nadia. That's what we're gonna do. Nice.
1: All right. Let's do it. All right.
3: Yep. All right. We're um, gonna vote. All right. Let me let me go since I just I just you know I'm I'm on a roll. Got Number you. one is the Unstoppable Wasp. Number two is Hawkeye. Number three is America. Number four is Dark Ark. And number five is Mech Cadet U. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Steve, you're a homing. You get to go Okay. Next. Okay. Um, ooh. Ah. Okay. Number one. Hawkeye. Yes! Number, <laughs> number two. Unstoppable Wasp. Yes! Number three. <laughs> America.
1: No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what happened to bold? Oh, Joey. <laughs> no, where was I? Number four. Number, four.
0: number three. Number, number four, four Matt <laughs> Cadet. You. Number five, Dark Ark. All
1: right, you ready? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Am number I in trouble? one,
1: Hawkeye. Yeah. Number two, Unstoppable Wasp. Cha-cha. Number three, Mech U. Oh! Number four, America. Number five, Dark Ark.
0: Oh. I was sure that you were gonna go America. I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. There you have it, Joey. Okay. Well, uh, Bob oh, is tabulating oh, wait, the, no, vote. Uh, the vote. No,
3: Jessica gets the vote.
0: Oh no, sense. she doesn't get to vote. I
1: Here don't get to vote.
0: She lost. She lost her vote when she screwed me on. Uh, I'm in sorry. <laughs> I voted for number I'm five. I'm sorry.
1: Too. I'm sorry,
2: Jess.
0: I would. I would love to hear your selections for best new series. Please <laughs> tell me.
2: Okay. Uh, number one is Hawkeye. Mm. Yeah. All right,
0: you you're, you're getting back on the other side. Come right, on listen, over, come I on over.
2: You, they, they really skyrocketed for me, okay? The is fine. <laughs> number two, uh, Unstoppable Wasp. <gasps> uh, number mm. three, Dark Ark. Number four, America. And number five, Metcadet You.
1: Nice. Mm. Interesting, interesting,
2: interesting. You guys had me read them, and I love them. And uh, like I said, it really... The two of those books really—they touched me, and I loved it. They were great. So there you go. Comics, everybody!
1: Comics. Comics. comic books.
0: All right. So while Bob is now tabulating the votes, Joey, would you please tell us what our listeners thought was the best new series?
1: From the bottom to the top, right around ten percent each, but from bottom to top, America, other. McKedit you right in the middle. A few more percentage points, Dark Ark in the third in the third place spot, followed by Unstoppable Wasp and with a whopping 41.84% of the vote. Hawkeye is Whoa. The listener best news series winner.
0: Congratulations. This kind of, it, it
3: was
1: good. It was really good.
0: What was that, Bob?
3: We, you know, we picked some great stuff. We our votes were very top loaded, I'll just say it that way. So we have Mech Cadet U and Dark Arc Tide, then America, Unstoppable Wasp, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye had three first-place votes, one second, Wasp three seconds, and one first. So only two points separated. Hawkeye was our winner. Wow! Okay, nice. Leonardo All right,
1: Pinaru, everybody.
0: And All right, Kelly Thompson. Excellent! Congratulations to to everybody involved in creating Hawkeye. It is a hell of a good book. Hell of a good. Book. All right. Did you guys get to read um, Rogue and Gambit yet?
1: No. No. Was oh. it amazing? Good.
0: Yeah. Okay okay, All right. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. It's so good. Okay. Um, calm down. Calm down. Let's move on. Yeah. To Best Original Graphic Novel. Oof. Our nominations are Bolivar. The sound of the world by heart. The best we could do. Jane. And my favorite thing is monsters.
2: Can I jump in here? Can I go for something? Okay. I had not read a lot of these before we did the other shows. Okay. And I loved my favorite thing is monsters. I I was in love with it. And then I read the best we could do. (laughs) And I cried reading Mm -hmm. that book okay I you know there's a lot of things that I have no connection to all right I am not an immigrant I have not lived that kind of life but the way the story was told and and you know maybe as a woman with with you know uh, I don't have children but not by my choice um and and her losing you know talking about them the way she lost two children and and her having issues with it was just it was so touching I was literally just bawling by the end of it I was Bawling, and <laughs> and it, re- touched, it really touched my heart. It was such a well-told t- story. The art style went so perfectly with the book. I, I just fell in love with it. I did. I, I really fell in love with that book.
3: <laughs> yeah, the, the the title of the book itself comes from that phrase uh, from the the doctor and nurses midwives when she loses her first yeah. child.
2: Yeah. Yes, and
3: and now all of a sudden, oh boy, that's where we're going. Holy man! Oh mackerel. god, I, I could yeah.
2: start crying now. Thinking about it, it was mm-hmm. very touching. It was super emotional. I did not expect it. uh, You know, I I, I just didn't I didn't have any connection with that. You know, I didn't think I was like, all right, I'll read this. And I didn't really think that I was going to connect with it like that. And then I by the end, I was just I was just sitting on my couch bawling. I was just crying and not many books. I'm not like a crier like that. There's been (laughs) a couple books that have made me do that. And that was one of them. It really it got me. I'm yeah. sorry. It got me. Well, I'm yeah. a
1: crier, and I cried. Uh, it is a. Yeah. It is so deeply personal. And when I think of what a graphic novel can do and can be, the best we could do is the pinnacle of that. In the same way that um, what Alison Bechdel did to revolutionize the genre, Art Spiegelman, like the like this felt like one of those books. This felt like a mouse. Yeah, dude. This felt like a fun uh. home. This felt like that, um, and and her work here is again, you'd want to talk about breakthrough, right like oh, this is her first thing, too. She's been working on it for a decade, if not more, right and yeah. um to to share those parts of not only her story but her mother's story and her father's and story. her father's story oh, um, and to see those things, to see those things perfectly perfectly rendered it I sat down to read that one morning. And I finished it within an hour or two, you know, like I could not put it down. Um, um, it was, it was just astounding. Um, I felt the same way about uh, Steve, um, The Sound of the World by Heart, which I'm really glad that, that you nominated. And I know like when you, when you brought it to the show, you were like, yeah. Joey, read this book. And I was like, okay, yeah. Steve. <laughs> uh, but, I, but, I, <laughs> but same thing. I sat down to read it during lunch um, one day. And uh, I just read the entire thing in like 45 minutes to an hour. It is beautiful. Just a beautiful, beautiful story. A strange story, a simple story. um, But the way that it's rendered and the way that it uh, plays with feelings of loss, feelings of memory, and music and photography and all these, these, and New York, you know, like. And communication too. Communication. Like it's just so simple yet rich and i just i adored mm. that book just like you said that i would and yeah um, that's that yeah. that's that
0: twist like it, it flips it flips everything that you know up until that point and you have to rethink all the interactions yeah. all the all the stories and everything yeah yep
3: uh,
0: speaking, speaking well, of new, speaking of new
3: york bolivar bolivar which <laughs> is <adorable>. right i <laughs> I gave this as Christmas gifts to two different sets of people with kids. Uh, It was my recommendation. I brought my copy into the store. Uh, My boss then recommended it to two other people. It is charming and funny and very New York-centric, but not so much that you can't enjoy it everywhere. But I look at that as a children's book that adults can read and get something of and from which isn't always the case now when things are very, very safe. This is a little edgy, a little odd, a little nerdy, hysterically funny, totally appropriate, great lead characters, both dinosaurs and little girls. Mm. I think I said at the time when I put this into the nominations, this is a book that we're looking five or ten years down the road that people will still be reading In the way that they read Eloise and Madeline, is that
0: it's You know what it felt like to me. This was my reading it for the for the show. Was the first time I was experiencing it. It reminded me of like a really super elaborate golden book. Yeah, the the art, like the art in that in Bolivar was off the charts. It's so beautiful. The all the stuff in the museum, everything, the whole city. I, I, I enjoyed I the story, but the art was what really stood out to me with that book. That book was so incredibly gorgeous. It was. Yes.
2: Let's not leave out Jane, though. Okay. I feel oh, like I'm leaving yeah. out Jane. <laughs> and by the way, Bob told me to read this, and the first couple bits of that book, I was very connected to it. Yes, okay? I
3: thought you would. So, be.
2: <laughs> if you uh, did, you guys read Jane as well? Because uh, I don't know yes. if yes, yes, like jo-
3: jo- she was brought it to the table. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. That might. Uh, But she was a fisherman, okay? That left her job to be a fisherman to go to art school. That is my life. I don't know if you know that, but that's exactly what I did. You know, aside from I have a husband, and I didn't meet some like hot millionaire. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) yeah. uh, You know, know I have a husband. He's not a millionaire. He is a hot husband. Okay, my husband is lovely. He knows that. (laughs) Um, But you know, I didn't meet some. But like, really, when I started reading it, I'm like, I was telling him, I'm like uh i'm like this is interesting and i'm like well she was a fisherman her parents were fishermen and she saved up money to go to college for art school from being a fisherman and he was like uh did they read your story like did did someone look into your life and i'm like uh and then not on top of that but when i was not fishing i actually was a nanny for i didn't know that yes for the the man that i worked for on the fishing boat i would take care of his children in the winter So it was very interesting to me to read this book. I was like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, that's happening. But, and I also thought that was great. The story in that was fantastic. And I think that's like, uh, you know, like, uh, it's almost like a, you know, a girly fantasy, like to meet like this, you know, this attractive, (laughs) you know, millionaire and go on some crazy story. And and it ends really well too, you know. Mm -hmm. To to take a, a great piece of
3: classic literature, update it without losing the heart and soul of the original. Having spoken to Ramon Perez at the Boom Archaea booth when he, I bought a copy from him and he actually sketched a Jane on the inside front page for me. And he was so into making sure that Ms. McKenna's story and his melded together and brought into play the modern elements as well as the gothic and they're, they're all there in a way that is charming and scary at the same time. And that's hard to do, and it's there. Jane is just a really great piece of work. And, Joey, I can't thank you enough for pointing me in the direction. I'm a big fan of the old movie, which I mentioned to Mr. Perez, that his likenesses for Rochester and Jane are Joan Fontaine and Orson Welles from the 40s movie. And he went, you know... I didn't do that on purpose, but I'm a big fan of that movie, so maybe my pencil just slipped. But <laughs> <laughs> it it really worked. It is a beautifully laid out book, and uh, a book about an art student that it has such style and panache is, is just really special. Mm. Uh, we got some goodies on this list. I've i just changed my list mm. twice. Yeah, while I've been we're talking, stuff around
0: God. in my yeah. head. <laughs> I know right. it's so hard. I'm gonna go first because okay. if I don't go first, I'm gonna forget.
3: And you're going to change it again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Shoot, Steve.
0: So, from top to bottom number one, the best we could do. Number two, sound of the world by heart. Three, my favorite thing is monsters. Four, Bolivar. Five, Jane. Interesting. All wonderful books. It's just the way it's swayed. Oh God, I
2: know it's so yeah. hard. Surprises.
0: Yeah, the best we could do. Talk really. I, I really. Like I even like I connected with that book in some way. I I realized like I was talking about it when we were we were on the show about like American history and the way that it's taught and the way that the textbooks are written and stuff like that. Like we're the heroes of fucking everything with that stuff, and it's just. It is so not true. It is like all that, like so much of that stuff gets buried and you you grow up learning the wrong information and seeing the side of of that war and and that stuff from people who were directly affected and moved around by it and and things were sacrificed for it and everything like that was just so ridiculously compelling and so beautifully represented. And it just... I loved that book. I was like, just like you said, Joe, I picked it up and I just couldn't put it down until it was over. Yeah. It was, it was such yeah. a, like for all that I love, like my, my favorite thing is monsters. I just, I had to give it, I had to give it the top spot because it, it just, it moved me in a way that the other books didn't. And, and uh, it's just, it's such an, an amazing book. Yeah.
1: All right. Joey. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, best we could do. Number two, Bolivar. Number three, Sound of the World by Heart. Number four, Jane. Number five, my favorite thing is monsters. Okay. Mm, Jess? Oh, this
2: is so hard. It's so hard. I mean, my number one is the best we could do. Because, like, I, I you know, we've, we're all just... It, That book just took me by surprise. I I mean, you should read that book at school. Like, that should be taught. Like, that was such an amazing uh, piece of work. It it was really amazing. Um, My number two is Jane. Three, Sound of the World by Heart. Four, My Favorite Things is Monsters. And five, Boulevard.
3: That's what I'm sticking to. Okay. (laughs) For me, Mr. Bob, my favorite thing is Monsters? Mm. our Jane Best We Could Do Sound of the World by Heart
1: wow. wow All over the map over here You know who's not all over the map? The listeners <laughs>
0: yeah. uh-huh. Go for it what's, what's going on over there?
1: So splitting 7% each Jane and The Best We Could Do <laughs> at the bottom uh With 12%, Other. With 14%, (laughs) That Other. The Sound of the World by Heart. 70%, Bolivar. And with a whopping 42.42%, My Favorite Thing is Monsters.
0: Alrighty. I don't know that that's the way it's going to shake out for us. So, congratulations (laughs) to My Favorite Thing is Monsters. (laughs) That's we awesome. have
3: we have in essence a four way tie for second place.
0: Wow. Oh shit!
3: With ten, eleven, eleven, and eleven votes going upwards from Jane. And then my favorite thing is "Monsters," "Sound of the World by Heart," and "Boulevard" all tied. Wow! And the winner the winner is "Best We Could Do." All right.
1: I feel like that accurately reflects how we feel about these books.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I would agree. I would yeah. agree. You guys agree, yes.
2: You really you didn't feel that way about the I I
3: loved I loved my favorite thing as monsters.
2: I did too, until I read the best we could do. That was my top until I don't know, and then you had me read Jane, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You you made me read Jane. Yes, I did.
1: Shot yourself in the foot there, Bob. (laughs) Wouldn't have made a difference. Would have made a difference. It's a good list and they're really great books. And like I said All across the board, yes. I love graphic novels. I love them so much. You know, like the way that... Steve, you're talking about the way that it captures perspective and the way that it captures how people see the world, and especially when you when you haven't seen the world that way. Um, I mm-hmm. think that's what the genre does, um, even more so than serialized comics, like the way that um, The Best We Could Do, Sound of the World by Heart. Even my favorite thing is Monsters, which does it a little bit more sur- surrealistically um it captures what these writers are how they view the world and how they view themselves um in a way that you know some of these other properties that we read as comics don't necessarily do which is not a problem but like the graphic novel is just it's so interesting and i love it
0: mm-hmm. well my favorite thing is monsters will have another chance uh at the end of this year <laughs> book two when book two comes out but um yeah, you know what it was? It was that I was so sure of everything until you mentioned like all the comic book classics uh, for the best we could do, and you were talking about like Mouse and Blankets and all these like super personal graphic novels that are just like legendary. And I totally see this book falling into that vein, and it swayed me. Oh,
1: yep, I knew exactly what to say nope. to get that book. <laughs>
3: <over me. laughs>
0: Oh, you right. might have
3: you should, may have, should have saved that,
0: Joey. No. I'm just
3: saying. I'm trusting. All right. <laughs> save your well, save your persuasional talents. You don't want to give them all up early.
0: We have two winners. My favorite thing is monsters and the best we could do. Yes. For best original uh, best original graphic novel. Congratulations to both. Well, well, well deserved. We are moving on to best publisher. Best Publisher nominees, nominees, Do to do, do, do. Okay, <laughs> best publisher <laughs>
3: nominees.
0: Or oh, these are the outtakes.
3: Okay, here we. I'll do it. Now. Image after, Comics. After, no, you do it alphabetically. Come
0: on. No, I have a, I have a thing going. Here. Oh, okay. Hi. All right. Go ahead, Bob. No, go. Good. Image <laughs> Comics boom studios aftershock dark horse comics black mask nice why aren't these in alphabetical order that's weird they were they were they they're were on, yes on my list
3: they are i don't know what happened after that
0: i don't know either and i'm the one that set this up that's really weird i don't know why i did that they were totally in alphabetical order when i entered them in oh well okay okay so image comics boom studios aftershock dark horse comics and black mask are our nominees who would like to say a few words i am very secure
1: in my votes and yeah, i don't need sure. to i don't need i don't, I won't be swayed
3: <laughs> i i, I want to say one word boom boom
0: boom oh. uh. oh. boom all right. Let's just let's let's, let's just run it. it. Go for let's it. do it. Everybody knows the books.
3: Okay. I'll go. go boom. Go Image. Dark horse. Aftershock. Black mask. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Jazz.
2: Uh, number one. Boom. Two. Image. Three. Black mask. Four. Aftershock, And five. Dark horse.
0: Did you say aftershark?
2: aftershocks listen I've had some champagne I've had had some champagne I've had drinks
0: damn it (laughs) I've
2: had drinks leave me alone (laughs) All
0: right, Uh, I'm gonna go real quick number one boom studios number two image comics number three aftershock number four dark horse and number five black mask
1: um you ready Bob Number one, Bone Studios. Woo! Number two, Black Mask. Number three, Image. Number four, After Shook. And number five, IDW. Just kidding, Dark Horse! (laughs) But not really that one. We could have had IDW. We could have had IDW. I really should have pushed harder, but you guys are just so nice.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Bob tabulates our uh our amazing. big mystery winner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> at the bottom with 7% Dark Horse Comics. And then we have a three-way tie with the listeners at 8% each, Other, Black Mask, and Aftershock coming in with 20% of the votes. Boom Studios, and with a whopping 47.75% Image Comics.
3: Image. Ooh. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, well, our votes, as you say, no mystery. Dark Horse, Aftershock, Black Mask, Tide. Image, with three second place votes, but with a unanimous decision, Boom Studios hey
0: Uh, is that our first unanimous yes it is in all these years no no no
1: i'd have to go back and look at today today first today first today first
3: today yeah i think we might have done image back in the day as a as a unanimous and i think there were even some creators here and there
0: all right well congratulations to image and boom studios you are our publishers of the year and uh, listeners as well. So, good on you. Let's move on. Best single issue or one shot. Our nominees are Aquaman number twenty-five, Batman Annual number two, Love is Love, Huaca number seventeen, yes. and Silver Surfer number fourteen. Oh, this
1: this, is, this was a tough one
0: is a toughie
1: can i just say sure i was not on the episode when y'all talked about batman annual number two i don't remember why mm. but batman annual number two was amazing <laughs> 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 it Yep, was incredible yes, i was like I was like, date night? What the hell is this? And then it was like, they whole lives together? I was like, this is going to places. I cried at the end. I'm not even kidding. I cried at the end of Batman Animal I, number two.
2: I'm it, with you, Joey. That is another one that made me cry too, dude. I'm with you. <laughs>
1: first of all, it's beautiful. Second of all, Michael Lark does like eight pages of it. Huge Michael Lark fan. Um, yeah, I just loved it. I love it. I am I, so into... The Bat Cat. I ship it. I ship it so hard and this issue just like solidified for me. Um Tom King is like doing this like amazing Batcat romance for the ages and I'm so ready for it. Like give me more of that. It's incredible. Batman annual number no. two shot way up on my list after after uh, reading it. And I wish I was on the episode to talk about it with you guys.
0: Yeah, that is hands down one of my favorite comics of twenty seventeen period. It's just even by itself, even if you didn't read all the all the like the precursor stuff to yeah, it. I didn't. That was me. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> just, yeah. You don't have to. It it knocked me over. It, Tom King has done some truly awesome awesome stuff. Like I've been enjoying Batman. I've been picking up Batman since we started this podcast, and I haven't stopped. Like I stopped a little bit when. Uh, king like his first couple of issues but once i came back it was just go 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 the whole time and these past like 10 or so issues like even the the event that that he ran was just so so much good stuff in there stuff that i haven't really even experienced in a batman uh series before and it's fantastic the other um thing that i want to throw down does anybody else want to say anything before about batman annual number two before we move on
2: I loved it. Yeah. I loved it (laughs) so much.
0: (laughs) Uh, I just want to put in a word for love is love, which is a beautiful, not only a beautiful comic book collection of confessions and stories and sympathy and empowerment and and all just positivity coming out of of every every creator that contributed to this. The way it came together is a you know, due to a, a, a truly just a travesty, a really, really tragic event, and to see the power of love come through in this collection, and and everybody gathering to make this thing, it is just a powerhouse of a comic. It's so gorgeous from page to page, and I love all of the the different stories that you get in it. I I, I, I don't love why it was created, but I love that it exists. So that's. I what would I love I am going to
3: save a big to-do for a little later, but I do want to stand on the stump, so to speak, for Silver Surfer 14. Yep. We have a book that is not only a single issue, it is a series finale. And it's a book that, as you know, says on the cover everywhere. And it has been certainly funny and cosmic and all those things. But at the heart of it is this relationship between Dawn Greenwood and Norrin Rad and picking up the threads that go all the way back to the start of the first series, as this is one of these relaunches as well. We have the sense of family and loss and gain and love and trust and friendship. And at that issue 13 ended in kind of the way it did, I, we can play spoilers now because it's too late, Dawn and Norrin have basically lived an entire life somewhere, when else, so that the universe basically can be recreated. They make both the ultimate sacrifice and a wonderful choice to be together, which ends with her dying at the end of issue 13 in a way that had me destroyed. And I should have trusted Dan Slott and Michael and Laura Allred because we get to issue 14, and this I won't spoil because there are people who are not going to read this until we chat about it, who find a way through things they've set up before to pull this back to a place where you'll have a tear and a smile at the same time. And if you're a fan of Stan and Jack and going backwards... All that stuff is there, too, including the fact that now Dawn Greenwood can live on as Kirby Crackle. <laughs> and uh, for those who know that phrase, you'll see this and know it and you'll have that same smile and that same tear that I have right now as I'm talking about it.
4: Okay.
0: Anybody else?
2: No, I, think, uh... <laughs> I think we said it all.
0: Yeah. Uh Pacquot number seventeen. Awesome incredible. at the mall. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman number twenty-five, really eye-opening for the series, beautiful art, cool story, setting up some really amazing things.
3: Game of Thrones in Atlantis. Yeah. Yes. Uh, exactly, Bob.
0: <laughs> all very, very fine comics. Let us choose one. our best single issue or one right. shot of the year. I'll go first. Because why not? Yeah. Here we go. Number one, Silver Surfer, number 14. Number two, Batman Annual, number two. Number three, Love is Love. Number four, Poka 17. Number five, Aquaman 25.
3: I'll go next and say ditto. Because <laughs> we, we agreed completely. <laughs> wow. All right. Silver Silver Surfer, Batman Annual, Love is Love, Waka, Aquaman
0: Bob and I are stacking up our side (laughs) Who wants to come over to it next? Come on
3: Jess, what do you think?
2: So, (laughs) this was tough Um, Number one is the Batman Annual Number two is Love is Love Uh, I also want to note that was the first representation of Harry Potter in a comic book, by the way, too Just just gonna say Uh, Just gonna throw that out there Um, number three, Silver Surfer. Thank you, Bob, for making me read that, by the way. Oh, cool. um, number four, Aquaman. And number five, Paka! Because I want to say <laughs> it like that. <laughs> I say it like that. Paka! <laughs> okay.
1: <clears throat> number one, Batman Annual. Number two.
0: Mm. Number
1: two... Silver Surfer, number 14.
0: Oh, it's going to be close.
1: Number three, Love is Love. Number four, Pocah. Number 17, number five, Aquaman 25.
0: Okay. Yeah. I am very curious as to how this is going to shake out. But while we're waiting for Bob to tabulate go. the votes, let's go over to Joey and our listeners poll. Here we go. Down at the bottom here, we have
1: other... Number, and then in the fifth spot, Pwaka, uh, Silver Surfer in fourth, Aquaman in third, Love is Love second, but the vast majority of voters selected Batman Annual number two as the best was single issue or one shot. What was that percentage? I think it's actually the highest percentage win that we've gone so far with almost 49% of the votes.
3: Wow! Yeah. Hot damn!
1: Hot damn! It is
3: hot damn for, for us. Aquaman twenty-five, for seventeen. Love is love. Mm. By one vote. Oh! <laughs> Batman Annual number two Uh-oh. over Silver Surfer fourteen.
1: Wow! Oh, so we agree wow. with the listeners.
3: Yes. Yeah. Well, it's
1: Batman. Oh, it's Batman,
0: yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, okay. Batman.
1: Can you read that list one more time?
3: We have Aquaman 25, Waka 17, Love is Love, Silver Surfer 14, Batman Annual number two.
1: Oh, you mean what I voted for, basically, is what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take But a, but uh, the, a quick...
3: the deciding vote though
1: I know, I know. I'm just being was a, I'm just was, being a was little rascal. Is... Just oh
4: just see a... dun,
1: dun, again dun, dun. again <laughs> the wild card. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just being a little rascal.
0: Bob, she's had it It'll... out for you from the very first I podcast.
3: Have... My first episode, just like yeah, but I didn't like that. You just
0: deaded stuff. your Listen, Silver Surfer with I tried to help you. I want you to remember that.
2: I put Silver Surfer as number three, and I just said, Bob, thank you very much for making me read yes, that. It was did. excellent. Okay? It's
0: cold blooded. Yeah. <laughs> cold blooded. <laughs> All right. Just... <laughs> We're going to take a brief break to okay. make more drinks. And when we come back, we will do our best mini or limited series
3: of the year. I got to go get a calculator, by the way. Hang tight. (laughs) Hang tight. Bring out that
2: app. We'll come right back.
3: Be right back.
0: We are back on the red carpet outside of the 5th Annual Talking Comic Book Awards. Too. We're joined by Bob Ryer who uh, who wants to say a few words.
3: Yeah, well, you know, some of us really prepared. So, Jess, what are you wearing tonight?
2: I'm, I'm really upset that I didn't get asked. I'm wearing a lovely t-shirt that says, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> okay. well, they For all know. you Harry Potter fans out there. And, and, and from what designer? Um, you... from it was three dollars from Wish.com. Well, <laughs> perfect, perfect. See, I,
3: I, we I, we appreciate that. See, that's that's Sharon Stone wearing a Gap T-shirt, right? There you go, exactly. Correct, right? I um, I am styling the official Talking Comics T-shirt with with the nice little image on it. Uh, I do have a, it's a vintage Givenchy tuxedo jacket. Nice. I have a red ruby necklace from Henri Bendel, because why not? Because you got to represent. And sadly, though, Jess, I couldn't get those five-inch heels ordered in time for the show. But, you know, maybe next year. Maybe next year you'll get to
0: see it.
1: I'm on mine. Oh, there you go. How do I not have a Talking Comics
2: t-shirt? I know, I want one too. (laughs) There's a lot of
0: people that don't have a Talking Comics (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. Trust me, I've seen the back end. I know. (laughs) There are a lot of people that have it, though. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. But anyway. Okay. Anyway.
1: All right. Momics. Well,
0: yeah, <laughs> right. you know, because, you know, nobody asked me what I'm wearing, but whatever. You're what are you post. wearing,
2: Steve? What are you wearing?
0: I, who gives a shit. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Best mini or limited series. Oh. <sighs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Feel the pain. These will not be right in alphabetical order because uh. there are too damn many of them. Our nominees are... Four Kids Walk Into a Bank, Motor Girl, Heavy Vinyl, Bitch Planet Triple Feature, A.D. After Death, mm. God Country, mm. Mr. Miracle, Crosswind, Supergirl Being Super, and God Shaper. Uh, Best hey,
1: of the
4: movie
0: hey,
3: series.
1: Hey, hey, did, every, did anybody get a chance to read the final issue of Crosswind?
3: Yeah. No, it's in my it's in my bag over oh,
1: here oh, oh boy
0: is that it the is... one that just came out, yep. like, it came just... out this oh no.
2: no oh
1: boy it is a good one it is mm-hmm. a... they stick the landing I'll put it
2: that way Mm-mm-mm. they very much <laughs> do it was excellent and um, we don't want to I won't spoil it though no please no, no. spoilers ever...
1: yeah okay. Um... On the, on the nomination episodes I gave my spiel about AD after death, Lemire and Snyder just freaking knocking out of the park with something so much headier and, at least in my opinion, kind of like philosophically and intellectually above a lot of other things on the stands. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that really landed for me reading uh, through stuff for the, the award show was Motor Girl. Um, yes. Yeah, yep. I had read the first issue with you guys for the show, and I, I like uh, so often happens. I just didn't read the rest, so I read all ten issues. It is so good. It is so good in how it handles PTSD. It is so good in how it it, it presents that character and takes us through her story and flashes back and forward. And it's surreal and absurd and wacky and even like the the two henchmen bros characters yeah. like you think it's gonna go one way and then they end up being like this like heart of the book in so many ways like anytime they popped up I was like oh I just I, oh. I just was so warmed by by that um, and I just found the little beak character adorable yes <laughs> adorable but
3: again, very Windsor McKay yeah, little Nemo kind of thing yeah, yeah
1: and dealing with obviously something so so dramatic and so so intense. Um, I just, that issue, I must've been seven or eight when they reveal, uh, the origins of the gorilla and, and her mm-hmm. time in, in Iraq, I, that hit me really, really hard. Um, and just, yeah, I mean, Terry Moore's amazing, you know, like the work is just, you know, head and shoulders above any, any other creator out there.
3: Of all the things I read not only in this category and everything else, this one had the biggest move up the charts definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I I was there when Melissa bought it from the creator from Mr. Moore mm-hmm. and it was well this is this weird little thing and then we, we read the first issues oh I need to get into this and reading it as a lump binge watching so to speak yeah it, it definitely hit me hard definitely made Some huge jumps upward. Um, I'm going to jump into, just quickly, you you mentioned Crosswind already. I haven't read the last issue, but the first five were simply amazing. Of course, this Gail Simone, Cat Stags. It's just an amazing book. Something that was easily dismissed as an offshoot is the Bitch Planet triple feature. Which, through every issue, found three or four different new ways to address the worldview, the characters without the characters directly being involved, what they stood for, what what precipitated... Where we're at with the regular series, which will be back in 2018. So I really enjoyed that in a way that I don't... Most of the time, those sort of secondary spin-off things are just that. This did not strike me as that. Okay. Okay. Who else has some stuff?
2: Well, Mm. I second you with the Bitch Planet stuff, Bob. I, I definitely... I, I picked it up kind of as like well I read bitch planet like I'll, I'll read those two. and then I was like oh oh like it changed I was like okay and then I was like every issue I was just into it I was into it I was into all the stories I think they they were just lovely you know it was it was great um and I just want to say Mr. Miracle
4: Mr. Miracle Mr. Yeah, miracle <laughs> so all I have to say
2: it's no. Mr. 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 Miracle Mr. Big Barda Big Barda oh, the party <laughs>
0: Tell me your thoughts. I want to hear about Mr. Miracle. Go for it. So I just,
2: I, I'm just, I, I'm just so into it. I mean, Tom King's writing is just, he's fantastic. I'm in love with big Barda. I'm sorry. I am. Yep. I just have apologize
0: for that. She's um, incredible.
2: I'm, she's incredible. Uh, you know, I'm just really into it. I've really been enjoying it. I really like Tom King's style on it. I love the art style on it. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm into it. I'm sorry. you um, <laughs> keep apologizing. You shouldn't. You love what you love. Yeah. We do I've been really into it, and each issue, like each issue, gets me more into it, and I'm I like don't want it to end though.
0: I love like you know? the <laughs> the pulse of uh, dark Side is throughout the series. How every now and again, it's like, it's like a like it's a beating heart. Beat.
4: Yeah, like, like
0: uh, the way like it fuzzes out, the way that reality. Shifts, and you like you're you're reading one moment, and all of a sudden the moment stops, and then breaks the fourth wall and starts to talk to to the to the reader and to the characters, and just all the weird god hierarchy stuff going on. the the relationship between Barda is 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 Mr. Miracle is just amazing. I, I love love that series so much. Okay,
3: um, just to jump in, some while we're at stuff, heavy vinyl, high five fight club Mm-mm-mm. so amazing again Toba sort of sticking the landing definitely did great new characters in something very different but again it's it's that indie world where the, we can take some chances and meld some genres together into something special and is it is it sort of lumberjanes for the record community yeah maybe so you cross Lumberjanes and High Fidelity and you get High Five Fight Club Heavy Vinyl, whatever we want to call that, uh, change the title. Absolutely love that. So I want to thank Joey for bringing that one on board. I uh, want to throw in two cents for Supergirl being super, mm. which was one of the best looking series of the year, mini or otherwise, because it's Joel Jones. Ha- ha- look, first of all, we have that, that amazing sequence of the Kryptonian Zip. Something has to be said for that as one of the classic comic moments of the year that can actually spray across the entire bedroom. But uh, Marita... <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> you, gross,
3: mm-hmm. yes, right. Um, but the writing by Marita Tamaki and paired with that artwork. It isn't the Supergirl origin we've seen before, but in its own little way, it captured the vibe of the original books from the 60s and its innocence with the growth we saw with Melissa Benoist on the television show into something special of its own. And I was knocked out by Supergirl being super. Woof. As well. um,
0: and then his four kids walk into a bank. Oh my
2: God! There's yeah. so many good. I can't.
0: There's, there's also are. God Country. Oh, yeah. oh
4: God! I've will... been uh, God Country.
0: There's right also uh, God Country. Yes. Can I? Can I go around the room because oh. you guys already know how I feel about it? Yeah. So who who enjoyed God Country?
2: Uh, Thank you so much for making hands the up. Hands up. Yes. Okay. So good. It, it was, was excellent. It was good. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a Joey. Just good. Yeah, it was cool. I really liked it. I can't
0: tell if you're, if you're kidding with me right now. <laughs> it, it didn't
1: it didn't land for me I think as hard as it did for the other three voices in the room um I liked it I did and I think it looks great I think it's beautifully beautifully illustrated I just it just it just devolved into kind of like a, like a little too hard sci-fi and I wanted a little bit more of the family stuff a little bit. It just resolved a little quickly. I don't want to talk negatively about it, though. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But uh, it's uh, okay. Right? Absolutely. No. I I thought really
3: four kids needed another issue.
1: Yeah, yeah. In
3: the same way, and even though that took two years or three years to come out, God, it forever. was kind of <laughs> I wanted more, and it just oh, it's ended. For me, though, God Country hit me with the dad thing.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. 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 yeah.
3: No, and that that yeah. gets that gets to me, and then. The thing is almost everything on this list hit me in one way or another and this is I again I did at least a dozen revisions of my list and mm-hmm. I think five different books have been at number 1 one way yeah. or another.
0: I uh it's at the middle of my of my list right now but uh, I just wanted to say I really enjoyed After Death. Like I I dug the first two parts but it was the third part that really drove it home for me and I just love the the big ideas that that book had and, and displayed and the questions that it asked through the characters and to the reader. And, you know, I often think of like late night conversations with friends, like after you've been drinking or whatever, and you're sitting, like I used to do a lot of sitting around by bonfires on the beach when I lived on the beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, those crazy conversations where you're you're talking until the sun comes up and you get into all these weird topics with people that you're really close to, that book reminded me of those times and those moments and and just really digging into the idea of life and you know, is it worth living if you get to keep living it? And the people that you loved so much, you start to forget them. Like I started to think to myself, like, what if I lived so long that I actually forgot my wife? Like I forgot Bronwyn? I would be devastated and broken, you know, and it just it just brought up all these. Things for me as I was reading it, and oh my god, too, Jeff Lemire's art, the watercolors in that book, yeah. it were were just so. I have the oversized like hardcover image book. That that stuff looked so good. It was so so gorgeous. I really really uh, appreciated that reading that story a lot. Um, so yeah, that's for me. I just wanted to say a couple of kind things about it, but I'm I'm pretty confident that I'm ready to vote.
1: Okay, then go, yeah. Steve. Oh, wow. You saw that? He twisted that around.
0: Okay. Okay. So Number one. Number one. Voter Girl. Number two. God Country. Number three. Mr. Miracle. Number four. Crosswind. Number five. God Shaper. Number six. After Death. Number seven, Supergirl being super. Number eight, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. Number nine, Heavy Vinyl. And number ten, Bitch Planet, Triple Feature. That is not a slight to Bitch Planet. I love that series. I'm just not always an anthology guy. And that's my case. Okay. Super talented stuff. And the letters section in those books. Oh, my God. All that back content is so, so incredible. Good.
3: This is so and hard. you <laughs> had the, 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 the Fraction Elsa Chartier grandma issue right near the end. Yeah. But uh, are- yeah, they're all great books. And that's, look, we had, you got to remember between us, we brought about 20 different things to the plate. Yeah. <laughs> and all 20 of those probably could have been on this list, except we'd be here for four more hours. So, Joey. Yes. Your votes.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Number one, AD After Death. Number two, God Shaper. Number three, Motor Girl. Bold. Number, yeah, you like that? <laughs> it, I'm telling you, it moved way up my list. Yeah. Number four, Heavy Vinyl. Number five, Mr. Miracle. <clears throat> Number six, Crosswind. Number seven, bitch planet. Number eight, four kids. Number nine, God country. Number ten, Supergirl.
2: Jess, I have anxiety over this right now. Like I, I, <laughs> okay. I, 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 okay.
3: Do you want you know me what? to go or do you no, want to go? No,
2: no, I'm going to go. Okay. And this is just okay. where it is. I have to stop crossing things out. I have to stop moving things. It's it is. It's. No, yeah,
3: I've already I've moved things while we discussed. So don't feel I, Me bad. too. But you yeah. have to
2: see my paper. It's like a big giant jumble of things. Number one, Mr. Miracle. Number two, Crosswind. Number three, God Country. Number four, Hi-Fi Whatever Fight Club. <laughs> slow, down. slow
3: down, slow down. Okay. All right, Okay. All right, Number,
2: Number five, five. girl.
3: Supergirl number five? No, Motor Girl. Oh, Motor Girl. Well, see, you broke up for a second there. Okay, Motor Girl. Sorry, sorry.
2: Motor Girl. Number six, Bitch Planet. Number seven, AD After Death. Number four, four, number eight, four
3: kids. Wait, wait, no, wait, you just lost me. After death. breaking up. And then four kids. Okay.
2: Yep, four kids. Number nine, God Shaper. And number ten, Supergirl.
3: Woof. Okay, we're there's this, this going to be a lot of math done here, so here we Sorry, go. Okay, for me, and that changed just on Joey talking about sticking a landing crosswind. Bitch Planet, Motor Girl, Supergirl being super, Heavy Vinyl, Four Kids, God Country, God Shaper, Mr. Miracle, AD, After Death. Wow. bold
2: yeah. they're also very different
0: <laughs> yeah all over the map i can't even oh, place there. this no. all right let's uh let's give bob a little time to yeah a lot map. of time
1: this time around
0: all right let's talk about uh what the listeners chose
1: okay here we go this is an interesting uh it's a spread man i, I feel like um you know we joke a lot about we, everyone votes for batman like you know uh but i I feel like over the course of the last five years i think and the feedback that we get online too like we have a wide array of listeners who read different things and i think like literally nine eight out of the nine out of the ten books are all floating around sorry eight out of the ten books are all floating around like 10 percent in terms of their votes yeah um Heavy Vinyl and God Shaper didn't get a lot of love. They're towards the bottom there. Other also floating towards the bottom there. Um, But in terms of those 10 percenters, in order from the bottom to the top, Supergirl, Crosswind, Motor Girl, Bitch Planet, Four Kids, AD, God Country. With Mr. Miracle taking only a little over 20% of the votes to be the, the winner.
0: Ah, okay.
1: but the
3: twenty percent across ten books—that's amazing.
1: I know it's pretty yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, ten books, eleven options, and it kind of just fills in there. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like even even like getting the feedback on the on the twit, um, a lot of love, <laughs> a lot of love for a lot of different books.
3: Okay. As there as there was from us, segue. <gasps> That was really uh, the hardest
0: the hardest category. Yeah. No, just no. wait. The next one's worse. I know. Shh. next Shh. one's so much worse.
3: We have uh, bottom to top, Supergirl being super, four kids walk into a bank, bitch planet triple feature. Then we have a lump after death, God Shaper, Heavy Vinyl, God Country, within three votes of each other. Top three. We ready? Yeah. Here yeah. we go. Mr. Miracle, mm. Crosswind, and by one vote, Motor Girl.
0: Oh! Whoa! Whoa! Nice! Congratulations, Motor Girl. Congratulations Mr. Miracle as well. Two yeah, very, it, very worthy, worthy winners.
3: Yeah, awesome. We had some, some great stuff. And again, the spread, not counting the, the bottom two, was really close. And again, a one vote victory for Motor Girl. Some, Amazing. You put a gorilla on the cover, it's gonna sell and be important. <laughs> that's an old that's an old comic book rule. Absolutely right. Right, the super apes and Titano and Grodd—you got to put a gorilla on there.
1: Agents cover. of Atlas, man, I read that book extensively. Yes, I love
3: Atlas. Love me some Atlas. All
0: right, so as the host of this podcast, I uh, I'm going to uh, move that we strike the rest of the categories because they're impossible
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> to, no, I'm to choose. This, my votes uh, for the rest of the this category. thing's
0: just over. I don't think We're we need to have a conversation on. about
1: any of them. I think we just vote, because I think that I'm solid on all of my votes. All right.
0: All right. So I don't know
3: about that. <laughs> so, but we'll, but we'll, we'll see.
0: Our so next we'll category see. that I am so, so wholly dreading is Best Ongoing Series. Okay. Our nominees for Best Ongoing Series are Hawkeye. I Hate Fairyland, which I spelled wrong in the thing. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Paper Girls, Silver Surfer, and The Wicked and the Divine. Best ongoing series. Okay. From those five. I hate my life.
3: Now, now, let's just. I'm just going to jump in right away to say this. We. My big picks, and these are you know these are our top of the top of the chart things here. They're governed by a lot of factors. Few certainly artistic merit, innovation. They're key. I need to be emotionally connected in a deeper way. And for me, Silver Surfer delivered that in a way that few comic series have in the history of my time reading comic books team of Dan Slott, Michael and Laura Allred honored the past history of the character without it turning into an archaeological dig while also taking the series to, to very new places. And most importantly, with the introduction of Dawn Greenwood as a surfer, as, and I'll put this in quotes, you know, for the Dr. Who folks, companion, they opened the heart of Norrin and Rad to somewhere different. Their interaction with each other And the universe around them was both absurdly humorous, amazingly touching. All the cosmic elements are there and in abundance. But it's a simple humanity of family, friends, and yes, love that makes this a series for the ages.
0: Can I say something? Sure. Okay. So through my my read of, of that series, I went back to issue number one. And went all the way through to 14. And the final arc of that, um, Bronwyn is a, a very large Doctor Who fan. Like, she's been a Doctor Who fan ever since she was in her mom's belly and all of that stuff. <laughs> so, I've been telling her, she hasn't read it yet, but I've been telling her for, for a long time, I'm like, you know, you need to read this, you need to read this, you need to read this that book went from being fantastical to being something so very real and something so very close to my heart that i i broke in a way that i've never broken for a comic book not even for i kill giants wow. when there was a there was a very significant event toward the end of that book and i don't want to spoil it i don't want to get into the details it just it went from me telling my wife, "Oh my God, you need to read this book. You need to read this book." To, I don't know if you can read this book, because this is way too close. And this is this I know what is, you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like you remember about yeah. two years ago, it. Oh my God, that moment. That everything. Everything. I had that like that hit in my stomach that feeling where like the floor kind of drops out from under you when you get really horrible news and you can kind of feel it as somebody's like handing you the phone and you just know and like everything just kind of blacks out. That's how I felt at one point reading that story and it just threw me through a loop. It's, it's truly incredible. Anyway, I love the book, but just that, that moment was really really unique for me in my entire history of reading comics um even before the show like that was that was really really close to home and uh got to me in a really big way so like i want bronwyn to read it but i will need to be there yeah absolutely yeah
1: it's really good
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what else is really good though joey
1: I hate Fairyland. Can I tell you? Yeah. You, guys have, yeah, yeah. you guys have been talking about I hate Fairyland for I guess 12 issues or whatever, wherever it's at right now.
2: God, I love it,
1: that love book. book is so <laughs> funny. It, the premise is incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, it's, it's I'm so, so excited funny. that you love it. Scotty Young, I've been a huge Scotty Young fan, like, for for years. Years mm-hmm. I love Scotty Young. And uh but mainly just the stuff that he's done over at Marvel right and and to see him legitimately like letting loose with i hate fairyland just amazing, incredible. Like is Gertrude right? Gert? is, it? Yep. Yep. Yes, is that? Yeah, sure. that's her. It's her friend, little uh, Jiminy Cricket, little little. Yeah, who is that guy? <laughs> little asshole <laughs> floating around with a cigar hanging out <laughs> of his mouth. Like uh, Gert, uh, this crap again. What do you want the axe? Like it's just so. Gert. And then wait, the, the issue where he raises the little family while she's knocked out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I talked about that on the show. Oh yeah. my god, it was. I was dying. Like it's a
0: wonderful life. Kind
2: oh, of thing. The, I so love when they eat all the mushrooms. I was just was say, the, oh, oh funny. the mushroom issue is
1: one yeah, of my favorites. I'm is, sorry. It is so funny. It is so 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 so
0: funny. Um, and yeah. remember the the one shot too, the free free one shot.
2: Oh I god, I know. That's yeah. another that one brilliant. that we that's another one that we felt I was like, why didn't we and, and I was going to nominate it and I didn't nominate it. I don't know why.
3: You'd have had you'd have had support. You definitely yeah. would have had support.
2: I know. It
3: was great. Uh,
0: yeah, that is that is like we talk about things that we regret not nominating or pushing for. I have at least three yeah. categories where oh. I'm so angry with myself.
3: My my favorite over the years though of things we didn't nominate though, how many years back, Steve, was it saga? Yeah. Didn't get didn't get nominated because Kelsey. Stephanie figured we would, and all of us picked other things figuring she would, and then it didn't get nominated
0: at you. all. I'll ask everybody a question. How the yeah. hell did we not go Kelly Thompson for best writer? Don't
2: even I have get- no idea. First of all. I don't know. I, nominated I don't know. Her. <laughs> and we didn't pick her. I don't know what they-
0: I don't know what I was on, what was go? What was happening, but holy shit, I dropped the ball with that. I
2: was fighting other fights, okay? <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> That's what yeah. I
0: spaced out, man. But oh god, I regret it so much. I
2: think it's so hard. And I, you know, I went back to the comic store as well. Okay, and I talked to, you know, uh, like my my good buddy Jimmy, who's probably listening to this as well. He'll he'll get a kick out of this. Um, hey James, you know, how are you? Yeah, no, not James. My Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay. I, you probably met Jimmy too. Um yeah. But uh, Jimmy, he was like, "Why did you nominate this? Why did you nominate that?" I'm like, "Dude, there's so many things, and there's so it's so hard to pick." from like so many there was a lot of great comics this year there was a yes. lot of great artists there was a lot of great writers so it's very hard to pick mm. like you know five it, it was it was harder I mean we had lists of 20 people long you know yeah. so uh, you know we have to remember that like you know oh, I went back no, there, I,
0: and I'm back there like know, why but... didn't
2: you nominate these people and I'm like I I...
0: <laughs> I know I must have I must have checked out at some point because I don't I don't know what was going on but let's get back to our the best ongoing, ongoing series, series. Yeah. Alright, does anybody else want to... Because there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, Joey, do you want to launch into a thing about The Wicked and the Divine?
1: I think I spent three episodes of the Best of nominations talking about <laughs>
2: Wicked and the Divine. Um, How about... Alright. Does anybody else
1: want to talk about Wicked and the yeah. Divine? Yeah, you <laughs> yes. want to know what? Yeah, I don't...
2: am. I am, Joey. Okay, I'm going to jump in and say... Uh, thank you. I am now kind of obsessed with that. Um, and I sent Joey a picture of me putting it on my own polis the other day. Yeah, I was good. like, it's on. It's on. I'm like, it's there. You've got me. Um, I really, I read everything and I really. Yep. I really did. I really loved it. And I like I like a little dirty in my comic books and it was a little dirty. I like it. I'm like I like a little like I guess you could say. There was the no, card. There's, there's that. Yeah, 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 yeah There's a lot of that. And I, I, I do enjoy that. I'm not gonna lie. So, you know, Joey thank everybody you
0: enjoys right. it,
2: yes. Yeah, everybody yeah. does. I know. Um so yeah, thanks Joey and I really I really Yeah. So I go do, ahead, Bob. Go ahead. It. Yeah, I
3: want thanks to Joey. I also wanna thank our Friend and listener and contributor and co-host here and there, Sarah, who got me the two giant hardcovers, which made catching up very, very easy. And Joey, it's everything you said it was. It is. <laughs> I, the, don't go, don't go crazy yet. I didn't vote yet. I could still change. Five. the, the world building involved. And the world it chooses to build is really interesting, involving these characters, Laura particularly, is someone you love. And it's like, well, actually, uh, Lucy to start with. Yeah. Where you think the series is starting with, and it goes, no, not necessarily. And then we get back to, uh, I have to try to say without spoiling, at the end of the last issue, basically, uh, head Um, headquarters we go to headquarters oh bob with the puns (laughs) thank you very much oh wow it is like where did this come from exactly but it's all there yo it it is really is really a, a lovely piece of work
0: issue number 33 issue number 33 should have been in the best single issues category if i had read *Wicked and the divine beforehand that I would have I would have championed the living daylights out of that issue. That issue was just reveal after reveal after reveal, everything building up to it. It was one of hands down, one of the most satisfying single issues that I'd read during the year, and I am very upset that I did not read it before we did all of our stuff. But I've read yeah, it now. Yeah. i read it now. Welcome to the room where it
1: happens, baby. I'm really glad that I
0: caught up. I read it from the beginning. I read everything that I read from the beginning. Like, I've been reading. I've been reading like crazy. So it was just a wicked, wicked roller coaster. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. It's awesome. I had such a good time with it. Um, I have one word to say about Hawkeye. Hawkeye. (sighs) Oh, shit. I loved
2: Hawkeye, too. Thank you so much for making me read that as well.
3: i
0: read it, you all know. Kelly
3: Thompson, Leonardo Romero, those layouts, the various Hawkeye vision scenes. Mm -hmm. Kate is so full of, the only phrase to use, piss and vinegar. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry. But it is, she knows what she wants, even if that means she's going to get beat up a little bit and have to put frozen peas on the various bruises on her body.
4: Frozen body.
3: Sorry. And right, but and it is still. It, it's it's a, nearly a continuation of the Fraction Asia series. It is now into something of its own, that stands as a lovely companion piece, to the two. And now that as we're we're coming down to the end, as they're they're coming back together, really, really so lovely, uh, just. A book I didn't know that I could get behind until I started reading it, and then it was really halfway through the first issue. Was oh, this is perfect. This hmm. just absolutely perfect. And, right. and, and should, should we say some stuff about Paper Girls? I would oh like to God. say something about yeah, Paper Girls. Please do. Because I I'll...
0: read, I went back again, and I read Paper Girls one through. I guess it's what eighteen. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: And uh, talk about having like a restored uh, appreciation. For that series and everything that it's doing and the vibe of it, the art of it, the complexity yeah. of it and rereading. It's like it's like watching a movie again and just noticing and picking up on things that you didn't notice the first time and just all of like the deceit, like the whole thing with Aaron and the, the little Apple device and how yeah. she sees all of these like instructions and plans in her head, but we don't see it represented in the art. And so it instills doubt in in me, like, as I'm reading it, and every word out of her mouth is suspect. And every single person that comes into that thing, even if they're super helpful and, and super nice and informative, I still don't trust any of them.
3: Well, you and should, it, because look at their fan from the 2000s who wants to pull guns on them, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, yeah.
0: like... I get so invested in in where all of the characters are. I want to see, you know, visions of the future come to fruition, and all of these things. It really is just an incredible, incredible series, and I, I love it so much. Uh,
3: Jess, you're a Paper Girls fan.
2: I am. It's just oh. I want to say it's smart. You know, yeah. like it's very smart. Like, like Steve said, like you, 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 you doubt things. Like you're like. Do I believe that? Like, what is happening? It's, it's, uh, I love all of these. This is really hard. I'm looking at my list right now going like, oh, God, I don't know if I've made the right choices. Um, so you, <laughs> you did
3: because the, they're for you. Here's the thing. you know, Everyone, I haven't seen it because I don't have this channel. Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Set, set, uh, right, it is. Set in the 80s and doing all this stuff. Well, Paper Girls was doing it first. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't say better because I haven't seen Stranger Things, but for someone interested in recapturing a simpler vibe that once you dive into it is anything but, it's so many levels to paper girls. Everybody who comes in as the truth teller who is all full of beans, the history keeps changing as it keeps changing. And we end up with literal paper delivery girls and it's the 80s and it's nostalgia. And then, no, it's Back to the Future crossed with Godzilla and 12 Monkeys and you name whatever time travel story you want to think of. And through those four girls, Tip and KJ and, and Aaron and Mackenzie, it is just issue after issue builds those characters. Mm-hmm. That you, you, You're invested in each one of them and their stories and in some cases, their future and past versions, because Cliff Chang's art, as well as Brian K. Vaughn's story, are so in concert with each other.
2: Oh, really it does, amazing, it does really works, amazing. It works yeah. so perfectly together. It's 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 seamless and it's and it's crazy to look at it. And like, I, I I just I think it's just very smart. You know, it's very written very smartly. It's just got this. Oh. Uh, yeah. This category uh,
0: sucks. Yeah, oh, all right.
3: no. oh. That's why you want to cut off the voting, Steve. I can see why. I've been training oh, changes by is voting. So, no,
0: having, I, like... I just want to say before anybody votes, all of the all of the nominations. This is really true. I know it's a little cliche. Everybody here is a winner. You know, we're yeah, just everyone putting, gets a trophy, right? yeah, Everybody everyone
3: deserves first place.
0: We're just putting numbers next yeah. stuff. Doesn't mean anything personal. You know, stuff has got to go somewhere. Every single one of these series just knocked it out of the park this year, but we have to vote. That's them's that the rules. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first?
3: What, I'm, <laughs> old, I'm oldest. I'll go first. Okay. And I'm oldest by twice, so I, I guess you go twice. So I get two votes, right? <laughs> no. Yes? Did you say no. Yes. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> Did you
3: say yes? No. I thought it was yes. Okay. So, Silver Surfer, Paper Girls, Hawkeye, Wicked and the Divine, I Hate Fairyland.
0: Jess. Uh.
2: <laughs> Alright. Are you ready for this, Jerry? Yep. Yeah. Are you ready? Number one, Wicked and Divine. Whoa! <laughs> Number two, Hawkeye. Number three, Paper Girls.
3: Ooh.
2: Number four, I Hate Fairyland. Number five, Silver Surfer. Wow. That's it. That's where I'm going. We
3: wow. have a three-way tie for first as we're sitting. Wow. We're second place, a point behind. Oh, wow, that's a lot. It's,
1: it's tough. Mm. Okay, Joey? Number one. <laughs> 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 oh, we into the the <laughs> Number
4: two, Hawkeye.
1: Number three, Silver Surfer. Number four, I Hate Fairyland. Number five, Paper Girls. Okay, Steve. Oof. Okay.
0: Number one, Silver Surfer. Number two. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay. Uh, the wicked and the divine.
1: Yes!
0: Number three, Hawkeye. Number four, I hate Fairyland. Number five, paper girls.
1: Wow. Oh my <sighs> gut hurts from My that. anxiety. Do you want to know that was the was hardest voting video? I ever had to do. I'm sweating. <laughs> The listeners had a very interesting response here. Do you want to know what it is? Yes. I think we know. Bottom of the list. I hate Fairland.
0: Eh?
1: Hawkeye. Silver Surfer. Other, which I'm guessing is Batman. (laughs) Yeah, exactly Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, (laughs) Second place, the Paper Girls, which means that the listeners selected the Wicked and the Divine as their best ongoing series. What What was the percentage? Uh actually um thirty six percent. So only wow. about a third of the electorate paper girls had about twenty percent and then it was like fifteen, twelve, eleven and I Hate fairland had four. Maybe if it was I Hate Fairyland maybe maybe if it was, uh, just kidding, Steve. Just kidding. <laughs> All
0: right. Bob. Yeah.
2: Um before Don't worry, I, Jess. we know, I, we know. We know, I know. It's okay. Me and Steve are on the same page. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Before we
3: I reveal I did my own little prediction beforehand of the winner. And it was exactly the same. And I had second, third, fourth, and fifth all in the same order, though not exactly in all the same votes, but I had them in the same places. So maybe I should go to the track tomorrow. <laughs> um but Bottom to top, I Hate Fairyland, Paper Girls, Tied for second. (laughs) Tied for second, only two points behind the leader. Tied for second were Hawkeye and Silver Surfer with the winner by two points Wicked and the Divine. I
2: can't believe it, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you championed so hard for it, Joey. You, you deserve it. You deserve this. <laughs> you deserve you, it.
1: Do you want to know a dirty little secret?
2: <laughs>
1: it <laughs> seems apropos, but sure. Sure. For Wicked about scene. until about five minutes ago, Hawkeye was above Wicked and Divine.
2: <gasps> what?
1: And no. <gasps> Yeah, no. it was, and then I heard how much you guys loved it, and I was like, maybe Dead. I'm not crazy And I switch. No, through. you're
2: not crazy. It's very good. That would have that <laughs> would
3: have made a tie for Wicked and the Divine and Hawkeye for
1: first. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? It's not what happened. Wicked and the
0: Divine! <laughs> 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 Congratulations. Well, I'm
3: going I'm to change my vote then, as we get into
1: well, no duos.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no you do-overs. got you got your category. It's going it. down for overall.
1: There we go. No, overall, actually, is very interesting on my votes as well. Yeah,
3: Mm because we add, with our overall category, we're now adding in minis, one shots. Yep. It gets crazy. Original graphic (laughs) novels. All right. (laughs)
0: Congratulations, Kieran Wicked and the Divine. And Matt Wilson. And Joey Bracino. Joey Regino for the Wicked <laughs> of the Divine, all equally responsible for that wonderful exactly. book.
1: I feel like now I could like I could like resign from the podcast. Like I got the I got the win. <laughs> and you, <laughs>
3: um,
0: and, you and, and
1: you can cash their check. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
3: Walk up <laughs> and in, the in all sense.
0: seriousness, Silver Surfer, I hate Fairyland, Paper Girls, oh, Hawkeye, I, I, all yes. all equally just amazing.
3: People read all those books. You're not gonna do yourself wrong.
0: All right, we've got three categories left. Moving into best artist, <laughs> our best artists oh, are <laughs> Stéphane Sage, Jeff Lemire, Joel Jones, Russell Dowderman, Sana Takeda. Another unfair category.
2: Oh, yeah. God.
0: Let me tell you something. I just read last night Sunstone volumes four and five. Okay,
3: so they're open in front of me right here sitting next
0: to that series those books the stuff that that is doing in those novels is just otherworldly. He is a powerhouse of a creator writing from the perspective that he's writing and doing it with such incredible creativity and expertise the art in that book is just bananas. You want to talk about expression, like both him and Linda, they've both got it. Like They're both kind of cut from the same tree, but they do it differently. They both have different sensitivities. There are panels and, and full page spreads and, and just gorgeous, gorgeous, respectful, beautiful art all throughout that entire series. The, there's certain pages where you kind of slip into uh, a darker artwork as uh, Allie's telling one of her stories. And it was like the first pages of volume five where everything is like super duper detailed, even more than it normally is. And it just knocked me on my ass. And I'd been enjoying that book so much, just sitting and, and spending some time with it for a few hours. And as much as I love volumes one through three, four and five were, were just out of this world. And and the art going on in that book tells that story. The, ah, all right, I'm done. I'm well, done.
3: At, at, I'll, I'll go. And the way they amplified each other when you went from four to five and we spoke yeah. with Stéphane and Linda early, very early in 2017 as Sunstone came out, it was late February, early March. There are those spreads as, as Lisa's trying to, I'm, I'm going to say more about this in another category trying to sort out what has gone so horribly wrong. And we get full pages of collages united by petals of flowers and floating pages. And still, with all that wonderful layouts and the, the, the physicality of that, the emotional content of the facial expressions and the body languages are not lost. Mm -hmm. They're they're heightened in a way it is. It is a stunning piece of work. And then we add Aquaman. Yep. (laughs) And uh, a couple of Suicide Squad issues and some covers and switch, which was marvelous while Mm -hmm. it was coming out before it got canceled. This is someone at the height of their powers. And I, I, I'm glad you brought them up first, Steve, because I'd have gone down oh. this road myself.
0: That panel of Allie with the puzzle piece in the middle of her oh, forehead Oh, please. Slays me. I revert, by, by the way, when I was talking before, reverse the character names. I screwed that up. Yeah, it's her. But yeah, that that one panel of her with her eyes crossed looking up at the puzzle piece, I almost just took a, like a screen grab of it and made it my default photo on all of my profiles because I fell in love with it so much. Uh that was it was so much fun going back to to Sunstone and and uh, spending time in that series. Truly truly amazing amazing stuff. Um unless anybody else wants to vouch for anybody, I'm really super secure with my ordering and picks, but does anybody else wanna go to bat?
2: I think I think I'm there.
3: I just because cuz I need to say something cuz I always need to say something. Joel Jones. Mm. Who I first encountered on the original Lady Killer with Jamie Rich, and I have a print of one of the covers sitting in my uh, right in my kitchen. Which it's weird that she's uh, cleaning up a kitchen full of blood with a mop, <laughs> 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 and people come sit at the dining room table. Is like, what's? It's a great series, trust me. Uh, took such a wonderful leap to the mainstream, where it was as the covers for Mockingbird the year before, but now Supergirl being super and the emotionality of how that worked. Still Lady Killer 2, which she drew and and wrote. And those Batman issues, which we talked about as, as a story arc, that story arc with Catwoman and, and Talia does not work the same way unless it's Joel Jones drawing it the emotionalism involved in making a 30 screwball comedy with that overlapping dialogue only works with her artwork. And I don't know that anybody else could have done it.
0: Just saying. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I okay. I'm just, I'm flipping through a couple books over here and just, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. All right. Good. All right.
3: Okay. All right. I, 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 yep. Yeah. Okay, I've got my eraser put away.
0: Okay. Who wants um, to go first? I would like Bob to go first.
3: <laughs> okay, so I don't get a chance to change it again. I'll go okay. first, Bob. You want me to go first? Go no, first. I, no, I got, no, I got it. No, I, otherwise I'll change it. Stepan Sheich Joel Jones, Russell Dowderman, Thor, please. Uh, Takeda, monstrous, Jeff Lemire.
0: Hmm. Yes.
2: Alright. Safon Sage. Did I say is they right? I said his Absolutely. name right. For the first time. For Absolutely. the first time, yay! <laughs> Two. Joel Jones. Three, Jeff Lemire. Four, Sana Takeda. Five, Russell Dannerman.
0: Joey.
1: <laughs> Joel Jones. Jeff Lemire. Russell Dannerman. Sana Takeda.
0: Oh. Oh. oh, The wrench. The wrench. Okay, okay. Oh my God! It's probably it's down to me. It's down to you. Oh God! Oh, the top pick is so hard. I'm going to go number one. Number one is Joelle Jones. Number two, Stéphane Sage. Number three, Russell Dowderman. Four, Sana Takeda. Five, Jeff Lemire. I regret everything.
1: Okay, here we go. This was an interesting list for the listeners. At the bottom of their list, other. <laughs> good and then yeah no actually <clears throat> um this one uh the top two were almost tied which is very interesting but from the bottom of the top sana takeda jeff lemire right in the middle russell dowderman and then with 32 percent Jeral jones and 33 percent Stephen sage oh, wow.
0: Ooh. Le-
1: actually, less than 1% of the votes dividing the two. Wow. Wow. Well, our votes
3: don't exactly mirror that, but here we go. Sana Takeda, Jeff Lemire, Russell Dowderman, Stepan Sheich, Joel Jones.
1: Woo! Uh, the top. Joel Joel each, is just so good. She it's, is each, so good. It's, right. It was so hard. It,
3: each yeah. had two first place votes. Yeah, you
1: know, and, who, you know who was the wrench in that one? This guy. You. You yes were. It was. You were yes you was. was. It's just not my thing, man.
0: All right, that's fair. It's okay. You're wrong, but it's fair. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I flip back and forth many times, Joey. Like I mean many times between yeah. the top two for me. So it, it's it was so close.
0: Yeah, you I mean you're 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 talking about like, you know, one millionth of your, your opinion swaying one way or the other on on this yeah. stuff, you know? Like they're all amazing choices. And it's,
3: five different art styles too. Yeah.
0: I was wrestling with the Joel Jones and SAPON thing, like <sighs> especially having just come off of Sunstone last night, like oh God. Yeah. Love, love that series so much. Okay.
1: All right. All
0: right. We go. So God. we're down to two categories. Wait, no. Oh, three, shit. We have three, three left. Three, three. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, oh, my God. God. All right. Yeah, let's move us up.
1: Okay, well, I'll talk about it later. I was going to say best overall. We've already talked about all of those books.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll, be, so we'll just that'll be.
3: Well, no, we didn't talk about Batman. really. We have we'll not talked about today, Batman.
1: Right. Poor Batman.
0: We've totally talked about uh, Batman. I think
1: we're about to.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best Writer. Our nominees for Best Writer are Donnie Cates, Gail Simone, Greg Rucca, Marguerite Bennett, Bennett, and Tom King. I would just like to remind everybody Tom King writes Batman, <laughs> he also writes Mr. Miracle, which is fantastic. And for me, at least Tom King, this is and coming off of the vision. Like this has been my 2017 was my, my Tom King year, you know, where I was kind of I woke up to this seasoned writer who's been doing stuff forever. And I just wasn't paying attention. And then all of a sudden just slays, slays on all of these these books that he's putting out, like starting with for me, the vision moving into the Batman And even like blowing hot and cold with Batman, like that experience as a comic book reader and as a fan and stuff, like that was really interesting for me. Kind of like the way that I I went in and out of that for a while and then just getting hooked so hard on the series and enjoying it for, you know, all of the issues going forward and stuff like that. And still the momentum for that series is just it's cruising, you know, like it's really shaping up to be an incredible, incredible run uh, for Batman. And I have no doubt that once Mr. Miracle is, is in the bag, that it's going to be pretty epic to go back and read that whole thing as well. He, I think he's doing some really wonderful things with that series, too. So yeah, the man I, who would be king. Yeah. And, and to
2: jump on the bandwagon. I'm, I'm jumping on your bandwagon. No. I am. I'm sorry. And I, I have to say, like, I, I think I've said it before in other podcasts, like he we would tweet out like our picks of the week and for that man to take five minutes to retweet something from a local comic shop every week. Like we, we not, every week it was every other week, every, you know, it comes out biweekly. We would not, that was our pick of the week every two weeks. And he would say, thank you. And retweet it yep. every two. Weeks. Special. That is,
1: I, uh, I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, we're I, I We're on the Tom King bandwagon.
3: Okay. I, I am gonna say something, and I I hope Joey will you know, chime in as he usually does. we not because I'm gonna say, Marguerite Bennett. We wanna speak about someone who did a lot of stuff, and at a very high level. That woman, DC bombshells, insects, animosity. Josie and the Pussycat. In so many different areas, in so many different genres, Marguerite Bennett has found a way to infuse life into characters that sometimes have been mishandled, abused, disabused, you name it. And I've found a core to what she does that strikes my heart. That it is so personal to her that's coming out and having spoken to her about the things, in all these different genres there's something that there's a through line. And it's about humanity. And her characters all have that. Whether they're superhumans or they're dogs that can talk, there's a humanity to all of them that bespeaks who she is as a person. Yes. Jesus Christ, Bob!
1: Oh, Bob. <laughs> she also turned around Batwoman because the first arc was a hot mess.
3: Yeah, well, once she got to once she got to write it by herself, no no fault to you know her co writer. Made a difference. Yep. I think it definitely made a difference.
2: That's right. actually the first comic I disagreed with Bob on.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: was yes, Batwoman? That well. was the very first show I was ever on. I'm like, yeah, Bob, I don't like this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And then I and then I was emboldened. I was like,
2: "Oh my god, we could do that!"
4: <laughs>
1: Absolutely, you can. Talking Absolutely, you can. All right, let's do it.
3: Okay. Okay. Who's going?
1: I'm ready. Joey. Joey. Number one, Tom King. Number two, Greg Rucka. Number three. Marguerite oh. Bennett. Number four, Donnie Cates. Number five, Gail Simone.
0: Hmm. Very controversial.
1: Okay, then
3: Steve, help us with the controversy.
0: Number one is Tom King. Is <laughs> <laughs>
3: it
1: is decided.
3: Two,
0: Two Donnie Cates. Three. Gail Simone, four, Greg Rucka, five, Marguerite Bennett.
3: Jess, would you like to go now or be the cleanup hitter? No, 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 I'll go.
2: Me and Steve have a very similar view on things here. Um, Number one, Tom King. Number two, Gail Simone. Number three, Donna Cates. Number four, Greg Rucka. And number five, Marguerite Bennett.
3: Oh, this is going to be an interesting series of math problems here. Okay, for me. Though we didn't speak about her, Gail Simone. I mean, mm. Crosswind's Clean Room, Wonder Woman, Conan, you name it. Uh, Surviving Megalopolis was this year as well. So wow, I need to Simone, read
1: that. Yeah,
3: she's so amazing. Right. Uh, so Gail Simone, Marguerite Bennett, Greg Rucka, Tom King, Donny Cates. Mm. Okay. Mm. What do our listeners say? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I,
1: all that. I'm I, I was just like, here. yeah, we're in deep thoughts. Okay, here we go. This was actually um, a very easy selection for our listeners. Um, from the bottom to the top, well, yeah. Gail Simone, Donnie Cates, Marguerite Bennett, uh, with very, very small slivers of the pie each. And then we have other... I don't know who that other is, because the Batman writers... Stan
3: old. Lee! It was Stan, Stan Lee. Scott Snyder. Yeah.
1: Scott Snyder, yeah. <laughs> Scott, Scott Snyder. yeah. yeah. Uh, Cullen Bunn. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in a distant second, Greg Rucka. And then with our first majority of the votes, over 50%, Tom King as best Woof. writer. 54%. Nice. The first, and actually might be wow. the only only, the only yeah. person that got a proper majority for any of the listener polls.
2: He had a great That's, year. Yeah. He had a great year. It really was a good year for him.
0: The best year.
3: So yeah. he's the Hillary Clinton <laughs> of talking comics. <laughs> <Bruno. laughs>
2: oh. Wow. Oh. oh. Wow. Okay. Bob just went right. there. <laughs> okay. Bob went there. Came uh, back
0: and he went there again. Uh, <laughs> please, please tell us who won our best writer. Kevin.
3: We had we had a very close race for second through fourth. Marguerite Bennett, Donny Cates, Greg Rucca, Gail Simone, separated by four votes. Tom King, the overwhelming
0: victor. All right, Tom King, congratulations for our best Hillary Clinton. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Best writer Tom King. Was not
1: right. unanimous That's... though. Was not unanimous. Like that. no,
0: no, was not. It was not.
1: No, that was me.
3: I was the wrench in that one. It's
1: okay. I all took, right, I, I took away Staple for all of y'all suckers. So it worked <laughs> yes, out. <you> did.
0: Totally <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on, two more categories left. Hope you're still with us, folks. Best story arc. Oh,
3: another toughie. I'm uh, I
0: don't know. I, don't I think know I'm, I'm really? really good. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm yeah, good yeah no, I'm super one. good with this, actually. Super good. Okay, best story arc. We have Silver Surfer Finale, issues 9 through 14. Wonder Woman, Heart of the Amazon, issues numbers 26 through 30. Batman, Rules of Engagement, number 33 through 35. Saga, Volume 8. Ms. Marvel, Mecca. Issues numbers 19 to 22. Uh, so oh, we've wait. already talked a lot about Silver Surfer. We all know how we feel about Batman Rules of Engagement. Uh, I caught up with Saga today, and it's pretty good. It's pretty, oh, pretty, pretty Number
3: yeah. 46, Bob. Number 46. 46 oh. is, should have been... Except Jess. I'm sorry. Why is it you all my lunatic. fault? It's all my
2: fault. You're the worst. It was book. I... It was book. Is... I... I... Sorry. All right,
0: all right. 46... Let's not break everybody's ears. Forty. Right.
3: 46 <laughs> is a singularly uh, politically woke
1: <laughs>
3: issue.
1: I have say woke. I, to come I up said up. woke. I love when Bob says woke.
3: <laughs> it is. It is funny and evocative of the series as a whole sad uplifting at the same moment it's family it's marco and alana and hazel and some other stuff i don't want to get into in case someone hasn't gotten to it yet there's some wonderful wonderful stuff in saga 46 so that that arc is really really special
0: I believe you. Yeah. 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 I read it. 30. I know. 46. Now you got me opening. I just want to make sure I know which one you're talking about. Oh, yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Even they were that.
2: all pretty good. Uh, you know, even I think, what is it, 48? Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. They were all Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah, this is a good one. Okay.
3: okay. Now, okay. go ahead. I, bef- I want someone else to talk about it before I do. Go ahead. What? I'm not going to say. I want someone else to say.
1: Uh Ms. Marvel's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks, Joey.
0: no, no the Ms., the Ms. Marvel Mecca storyline is is very powerful and one of the one of the best things to come out of the uh, Secret Empire event how some of the you know some of the other Marvel books some of the more niche books did their own thing with the circumstances and really really created a uh, just a poignant and important story for for people to read um, continued excellence yes. for for Ms. Marvel just always 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 delivers it, it doesn't matter who's on the book who's doing the art just there's a there's a like an understood mission for that book just to be at its best all the time and all of the all of the creators on it know that and, and do an admirable job of making a really wonderful book. Yeah, yeah. There's so much good stuff in there. Okay, Uh, just go ahead, Bob.
3: I I mentioned briefly before, especially considering what has followed. Shea Fontana's heart of the Amazon and Wonder Woman is something really special. We may never see that Wonder Woman again. Now that apparently DC corporate has gotten a hold of it and decided. Well, just because it's the year of Wonder Woman and we had this great movie and her anniversary and books about her psychology that are going to be nominated for an Eisner Award by Dr. Mara Wood, who's, you know, our, I don't want to say our late co-host because she hasn't died, but she used to be our our, our host here. Former. (laughs)
0: Mara is very much alive. Yes, she is.
3: (laughs) Yes. And she's walking Valkyrie in the snow in Arkansas as we speak. And a book that addresses and epitomizes all the greatest attributes of that character set into play 75 years ago and built upon what Greg Rucka did is ah, it is special. It is the only word to say about it. It could have been just a fill in until the other guy took over. Well, first of all, the other guy maybe shouldn't have taken over if he didn't get to tell his story. Shea Fontana's story in Heart of the Amazon is a pure Wonder Woman story. And it's about sisterhood, whether it's with with Etta, with little girls, with other women in the book. It is everything that Dr. Marston and his wife, Elizabeth and Harry Peter and Ola Byrne and Joy Murchison and all those folks back then would have been happy to see all these years later.
0: Okay. Very impassioned speech for Wonder Woman, Heart of the Amazon. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. Okay. Voting time. Story arc. (laughs) I would like Joey to go first.
1: Silver Surfer is number one. Hmm. I got you, Bob. And you want to know why? Because in like issue. 12 or whatever, they refer back to that loopy issue that I, yes! I never gave back yes! to you. This is me giving it to you right back. now. I'm giving Thank it back you. to you. So you can't hold that over me anymore, okay? You're right. You're right.
3: <laughs> I, I I surrender. Number one,
1: silver server <laughs> finale. But also, <laughs> I, I cried. Anyway, two.
3: Oh, you cried. That was good. Batman
1: Rules of Engagement. Three, Miss Marvel. NECA. Four, <clears throat> Saga. Five, Wonder
0: Woman, heart of the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well go next. Okay. Number one, Silver Surfer. Number two, Batman, Rules of Engagement. Number three, Ms. Marvel, Mecca. Number four, Saga, Volume 8. And number five, Wonder Woman, Heart of the Amazon.
1: My man. My man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yes.
2: Okay, number one, Batman, rules of engagement. Number two, Saga. Number three, Silver Surfer. Number four, Miss Marvel, and number five, Wonder Woman.
0: Ooh. Yo, I totally thought you were just gonna sideswipe Bob. <laughs> 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 no, like a cat behind the couch and you Let's walk by, it. and it just—
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
2: that mean, <laughs> right? And a big bloody gash much... on your
3: on your Achilles tendon, right? Just like Pet Cemetery.
0: Uh, uh, all right, s- Joey. Joey, well, Bob does our math. I didn't vote yet. Voted yet. I don't need to hear Bob's vote. I know what he voted for. <laughs> you
3: do? Okay. Uh, Bob, please tell us. Silver Surfer finale. What did I vote for number two?
1: Wonder
3: Woman. Wonder Woman. Okay. Number three?
2: Miss <laughs> Marvel. Miss Marvel. That's right.
1: Number four? <laughs> Batman. No,
3: oh,
2: Saga! Saga oh. and then Batman. And then Batman. <laughs>
1: good though that was very good oh boy all right people accuse
0: us of being a group think.
1: so here we go oh god um we had other at the bottom um and then tied for the the at the bottom here we had wonder woman and miss marvel uh right in the middle we had silver surfer finale and then we had saga few points higher than that. And then a few points higher than that, we had Batman Rules of Engagement as the listener winner for
2: Best Story Arc. and Wait, Wait a second, those are my picks. Those hey, are, those yeah. are all my picks. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying.
0: Alright, Bob. Hit go. us with the uh, yeah. Talking Comics picks.
1: Wonder
3: Woman, Heart of the Amazon. Saga. We're calling it Coffin. I was... Jess's pick, I believe, as a title. I don't know. If it...
2: well, I think they call it that, but I think it's like, vol- I don't know what volume, volume is. Volume, right, yeah,
3: arc, whatever. Okay, so Saga, Ms. Marvel, Batman Rules of Engagement, oh and Silver Surfer Finale.
1: Oh, Bob, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations, Bob. <laughs> Thank Congratulations. Thank oh, I knew once she like, once they had the time perfect. loop happen again, I was like, this has to win so, <laughs> to close the loop. We have to close the loop.
3: <laughs> it is it is something people should you know pick them all up read them all as a group or whatever it is 18 issues of this or whatever and it's there forever to reread in that mobius strip that you read digitally that didn't have a mobius strip Oh, mm-hmm. uh, thank all you Joey right.
1: thank you Joey it's time here we
3: are <laughs> now Oh, before God. before oh, I get to, before I get to this, let me just say that in dealing with our overall this year, we have added two modern series to the Talking Comics Era Hall of Fame. So if you're wondering why Ms. Marvel or Giant Days have not been in ongoing or in this overall discussion, it's because they have been elevated to that special category with just a few others saga for instance rachel rising mm-hmm. so they're absent from the competition we are also going to add sort of the veterans committee to our action superman by siegel and schuster detective batman Kane finger robinson and the sensation wonder woman by marston's plural and peter captain america by joe simon and jack kirby And the Fantastic Four by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby to that special list.
1: Beautiful.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Here we go. Here we we go.
1: uh, The big game. The
3: the best picture Oscar. I'm ready to vote. I'm ready to vote.
0: We've talked about all of these tonight at some point or another. Yes. Your best overall comics are Paper Girls, Hawkeye, My favorite thing is Monsters, Silver Surfer, Sunstone, Crosswind, God Shaper, Batman, the Wicked and the Divine, and God Country.
1: Oh. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to vote. I'm ready to vote. I'm ready
0: to vote. All right. Well, Joey, then then kick it off.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Give me a second. Okay. Give me a second. Okay, Joey. All right. Slowly. Slowly now. I've got a pencil here. Number one.
1: Are you ready for this? You guys aren't ready for number one. You guys aren't ready for number one best overall comic. You're not ready. You ready? <laughs> here we go. Number one best overall comic Hawkeye. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Oh. oh
3: I'm, I'm okay.
1: Number two. I've got I've to use my eraser already. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> number two The Wicked and the Divine. Number three, God Shaper. Number four, Silver Surfer. Number five, Paper Girls. Number six, Crosswind. Number seven, Batman. Number eight, God Country. Number nine, my favorite thing is Monsters. And number 10, Sunstone.
0: Okay. Jess.
2: Alright. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Number one.
0: Batman. Batman.
2: Batman. <laughs> Batman. Uh, number two. Wicked and Divine. Woo! Number three. Crosswind. Number four. God Country. Number five. Paper Girls. Number six. Hawkeye. Number seven, Sunstone. Number eight, Silver Surfer. Number nine, My Favorite Thing is Monsters. And number ten, God Shaper. <gasps> oh, wow. Geez.
1: You took NA right off the map right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Okay. you want me to go,
3: Steve? Or you yeah, I really. should go left. Uh, yeah, How yeah.
0: I you? really do want you to go next because I am okay. not ready.
3: Okay number one silver surfer number two my favorite thing is monsters number three sunstone number four paper girls number five hawkeye number six wicked and the divine number seven crosswind number eight batman number nine god country number ten god shaper
2: okay wow it's all over the place I yeah, like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I do. It could be a
1: ten-way tie. No, I don't think so. Oh, I need a I'm building suspense, Joey. Steve, do you need us to vouch for any of the books?
0: I mean, do we have to? No, I'm asking you do, you.
1: do you need a little
3: push over the finish line? You need a reinforcement for something, Steve.
0: No, I'm just. I didn't. I didn't do any of my numberings before we started recording, and I'm just struggling over here. Um, oh, God.
1: They're, they're all great.
0: I yeah. know, but yeah, I'm going to need...
1: Some are just more divine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good.
1: But some if are, I was some in are, Jersey, I would my... walk over
0: to your house yeah. and give you a cookie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By cookie, you mean a punch in the face.
0: <laughs> but some might be
1: your favorite.
0: Oh, God. Okay. Talk amongst yourself. Just give, just give you me like... Go with your gut, you gotta
1: Steve. You gotta Some might be... Some might be... Baddy. What? <laughs> or hawkish. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, but my God. some might really bring home the paper. <laughs> or bring home the silver.
3: Shit. <laughs> because I can't... Oh, my God. I can't but
2: fucking... one might be your favorite thing. <laughs> Bob yes. did that one. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. I That's just
0: okay. I'm really that I'm
2: just two votes for
0: that. I'm really kind of blown away how my favorite thing is monsters has been has gone from being at the top of my list to just being thrown all over the place. I was so confident in my opinion of that book when I walked into this thing with the exception of one thing. And and I I don't know that I want to bring it up here, but I might have to. Because Bob and I talked about this in an email off air, but there were aspects of my favorite thing is monsters that as much as I love that book that I did not grasp and that I did not understand. I found some of it to, I found I thought it that was amazing, but I was very confused it's, as to how it ended. Yeah. I don't know that I got it.
1: My, I, It's, it's a very dense book and it does a lot of things it's beautiful uh, and and we've talked about that already the way that it's it's created right the the ballpoint pen and the the almost like a notebook almost like a, a kid's notebook Little harry the spy going on over here um but with this whole kind of pulp element to it and in that sense i was very into what it was trying to do i just never it was just doing so much that I was never able to really connect with any one thing. Um, I'm not taking away from how dazzling it is as a, as a product, as, as a piece of art. Um, but in terms of thinking of it, in terms of its overall impact on me, um, there wasn't as much hit as there were what, you know? And I just lost, I just, it just fell down the list for that reason for me. It's on, it's on, it's on everyone's list. Like everyone loves my favorite thing is monsters and it's well-earned, but these other things on here, I was able to connect with more easily and more readily, um, for longer periods of time. Yeah. Aww. You know, I'm gonna
2: agree with that as well. Huh? I think it was, da- I, you know what you said? It was dazzling. Like, I think I was very dazzled by like the art style of it too. And I get, I do get sucked away by that. I'm not going to buy, I'm an artist. I'm a professional artist so you know like that it took me there so you know what I mean maybe in my eyes um, I don't know how to explain it it was a little bit better than it actually was because I got sucked away by the art style of it you know I don't
0: know I'm missing a title on my list I'm trying to, I'm trying to number these I have one left to do and I'm missing one and I can't figure out which one it is
3: I can't help you with that one but is it I will it God say Country this- or God Shaper? Uh, um
0: i have batman crosswind god country god shaper hawkeye and my favorite thing is monsters paper girl silver surfer sunstone wicked and the divine well that's it that's, f- that's 10 then why one two hold on i'm sorry three four no five six seven eight nine
3: batman crosswind god country three god shaper hawkeye my favorite things six Paper Girls, Silver Surfer, Sunstone 9, Wicked and the Divine.
0: All right, something's Ten.
3: going on here. Uh, I uh, Let me just throw something out to you, Steve. Not, not that you need me to reinforce your opinion. I think the density of the storytelling in My Favorite Thing is Monsters is its shining glory. In mm-hmm. that you have the story from a little girl standpoint who loves monster movies and werewolves, and that's that's her into doing her own artwork and her own little notebook and, and where her, her worldview is at. And as someone who grew up in the period that we're talking about reading famous monsters magazines and watching old universal horror pictures and Lon Chaney Jr. as a wolfman, and that's her personal image of herself in a way, that then becomes a story about the Holocaust and a murder mystery, and to me... Though again, I I read this the review of this in the Times. I got my library to get it. I can't get it back because someone's had it out for like eight weeks in a row. I keep waiting to buy one, and it's like, no, I'm just going to get the library copy and read it and have it here in front of me, and I can't because everybody else loves this book, and that doesn't mean you should vote for because other people love it or it's on other people's lists, but artistically it's something different and special and i think as a story it has all those slice of life regular life things that we we chat about a lot and they're there too along with a rather stunning view of a little girl's world
4: Mm -hmm.
0: so
3: there you go just
0: to be Um, obnoxious
2: i don't know if any of that helped him
0: (laughs) no 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 i just i'm i'm fine i'm just uh God, this is so hard. Okay. Okay, I don't know that I'm a hundred percent with this list, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it anyway. Okay. Number okay. one. Number one, Hawkeye. Number two, silver Surfer. Number three, God country. Number four, the wicked and the divine. Number five is not labeled Batman. Number six, Sunstone. Number seven, my favorite thing is Monsters. Number eight, Godshaper. Number nine, Paper Girls. Number 10, Crosswind.
2: Wow. All of our lists are so completely different. Wowie, it's amazing. wow, wow, wow. Yeah
0: i would move about four things on this list now that i've said something but i've already said it i'm locking it in locking sure it in. and i'm not sure but it's what i'm doing it's what hey, i'm going with
1: end of the day man this is 10 titles that are all incredible and all do different things yeah. and there's a hundred other titles that we've talked about on the show that are just as amazing um it's just numbers next to names
0: sure But according to our listeners,
1: there's one book that stands out above all the rest.
0: Oh, I can bet you I know what that one is.
1: Actually, no. Actually, it's (gasps) a very tight um, division here. No, it it is that book, but but not by much. Um, Okay. So uh, below the other, uh, we had (laughs) six books that were kind of just waffling around five percent or less. uh, From the bottom to the top. God Shaper, Crosswind, God Country, My Favorite Thing of Monsters, Hawkeye, Paper Girl. Um, and then we had You're Other. all crazy. I know, right? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, and then we had Other. And then we had our top four. The listener's top four, excuse me. Silver Surfer, Wicked and Divine, and then a big jump, and then with 23% Sunstone, and 26% nice. Batman.
0: Very nice. Ooh.
1: So, not a runaway here. No. But uh, the Dark Knight still. Uh, last
0: time, last also. time I checked, I was pretty not sure Sunstone was going to take it.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Last
3: minute, late voting. Last Yes, absentee ballots.
0: All right. Well, Batman is it's your best Batman overall friends. comic from our listeners. The the uh, 2017 awards. Congratulations. To everybody involved. There's a lot of people in the Batman book the, uh, this past year. So uh, kudos. Yes,
3: yeah. people who didn't read Batman like me, right? And Joey, were you new to Batman, the regular series this year as well?
1: Uh, yeah, and I did yeah. love it. Yeah. Just champion hard for the Batman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, All right, Bob.
1: We yeah. have
3: God Shaper. My favorite thing is Monsters, Crosswind and Sunstone in a tie, (laughs) God Country, Paper Girls, Batman. Top three. (sighs) Top three, separated by two votes. Two whole points. The top three. Silver Surfer. (laughs) Wicked and the Divine. And the winner is Hawkeye by one vote. Oh, that's
1: so good. I am really glad that that happened.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Yay.
1: Can I also say something? Sure. I'm I'm glad Hawkeye took that, and I'm really sad to see it go in a couple of months.
0: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been such such an incredible – you know, I kept – before we did this stuff, I was just looking at all these titles and going around and around, and I was trying to trick myself. Out of putting that in the top spot, but deep down in my gut, all year, yeah, all year, we've been going on and on. Every single issue of that book has just been so wonderful. That's like that that's the book that makes me smile. Yes. Like there's a couple of them that do that, but that book is so smart. And the art for it is so on point. And the, the character, the characterization of Kate is phenomenal. The different people that you meet. The um, God, the issue with uh, Gabby and Laura mm-hmm. was insane. Like it was, it was absolutely just so friggin' good. Yeah, and absolutely well, well deserved for for Kelly Thompson and everybody yeah. that works on the Hawkeye title. Um, yes, very sad to see it go, but what a hell of a run! And I'm really, really looking forward to what they all do uh going forward for sure absolutely steve do you want to hear a weird statistical
3: anomaly sure if you had switched your first and second place votes mm. we'd have had a three-way tie oh
1: <laughs> but <laughs> you yep. didn't so here but we are. you did
0: no but, but you did. know what though you know what like we all had things going for us this year i'm sad that that Obviously, I connected with God Country in a way that others didn't, and that's fine. But like, if you look at—everybody's a winner here, but if you look at some of the bigger categories that we have between the Wicked and the Divine, Silver Surfer, and Hawkeye all taking no, away huge awards, well, you can't ask would, for a better spread well, than that.
3: That would have been our three-way tie.
0: Well, there so you go.
3: They, if they each won one of the three big ones, there you go.
0: There you go. Wow. All right, so That's congratulations! Pretty
3: I'm, I'm pretty yeah. happy with this.
0: Oh, I'm thrilled with it. I'm so I'm so spread. glad that Hawkeye won. That's amazing.
3: Should we uh, recap?
0: Yeah, let's um, let's go let's go through the through the categories. Just the top, just
3: the top. Yeah, just the, yeah, just, the just the top. Right uh, for media adaptation, our selection was Wonder Woman, as was the listener's choice. For breakthrough writer. We had Gabby Rivera. Listeners had Donny Cates. Gabby Rivera. Yes. Awesome. Gabby Rivera, breakthrough artist. For us, it was Jonas Goonface Mm -hmm. in a tight, tight election. The listener pick was Linda Shage. Best new series, Hawkeye, in a nearly unanimous vote. Hawkeye was the listener pick as well. Graphic novel, best we could do was our choice. My favorite thing is Monsters was the listener's choice. Ah, there you go. Publisher, our only unanimous pick. Boom Studios, four first-place votes from us. Image was the listener pick with 47.75%. Single-issue one-shot, our pick, Batman Annual Number 2. Which was the listener's pick at forty nine percent. Nice. Best mini series, much hand wringing, but it was Motor Girl. Yes. Which took our vote. Mr. Miracle with only twenty percent of the listener vote, as so many votes were cast for everything, including other quite a bit. Mini series for listeners, Mr. Miracle. Best ongoing, Joey, get ready. <gasps> Say it, you gotta say it. <laughs> yes, was was our pick and the listeners pick with thirty-six percent. Beautiful. Best artist, our pick was Joel Jones. Listener pick was Stepan Shage. Our best writer and the listener were the same, Tom King. And he was the only majority winner at 54% of the listener vote. Best story arc, our pick was Silver Surfer Finale. Mm. Batman Rules of Engagement was the listener pick. Best picture, our best overall comic, was Hawkeye. Listener's pick was Batman, with 26%. And there we go. Amazing.
1: What a... What a, what a, what a
0: Episode. <laughs> what a what, yeah. what, what, what. <laughs> yep.
3: a Fantastic.
0: Fantastic. All right. Fantastic. Wow. Oof. Well, this is one for the books, that's for sure. Um, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for sticking with us through the entire process of uh heading out these awards. I had a lot of fun. I hope you mm-hmm. did too. Yes, we
3: did.
0: All right. Uh do a little bit of housekeeping. Next week, we'll be joined by Coyotes creators Sean what? Lewis and Caitlin Yarsky for a rousing chinwag about Melissa Megan's favorite comic of 2017. Uh, the first two issues of the series are available right now from Image Comics, so be sure to pick them up and send us your questions for the interview that we will re- be recording on Tuesday evening, our regularly scheduled time. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Just tweet us at Talking Comics on Twitter. Or you can write to us, podcast at TalkingComicBooks.com for questions for both Sean and Caitlin. It'll be very, very cool. So, um, before I go through the new spiel, yes, I wrote a new spiel for the new (gasps) year. Nice. Yes. Um, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to my co-hosts. I want to say thank you to the listeners and to the creators and publishers. And pretty much just... All the people that are working very hard to put something positive out into the comics community. It could be a very toxic place, and I like to think that a vast majority of the time we do something to make it just a little bit better and a little bit more welcoming. And uh, I'm super proud of it. You know, this is our fifth Talking Comics Awards. This is the first one that I've hosted. and um, great coming- job, Steve. Thank you very much. You know, we're coming up on a year in March that I've taken over the show. And one of the things that I I just I love, and this is why it's my favorite time of year. And like, even though the podcasts are long and it's a lot of back and forth and whatever, it gets me so energized for comics in general. Like when you do this stuff every week, all the time, spending money on books and you can't read everything all at once and everything, it can get a little daunting and you can you can get down on it. You can get fatigue and whatever. But this time of year, all I am right now is pumped. Like I'm so I'm checking like every Wednesday, like two weeks in advance to find out what I need to read and what's going on. And uh, I really just can't wait to see what 2018 brings uh, from all these amazing people that we talked about. And whoever comes along and blows us out of the water uh, this year. So there you go. That's my little my little thing.
3: Yeah. Amen to all of that. (laughs) No, no. You know, it, it is easy as we go down the year with, look, this garbage to take out every other week. The, the, somebody who steps in a pile of hoop and doesn't quite understand that they did. They pretend they're Japanese-American and writing stories or they hire sexual harassers to be in charge of things. But when you look, as we did now, across these categories and these great books and these amazing creators who were in this for the art and the storytelling and the positivity of it and the spread of what we talked about here. Indie books, really indie books, first-time authors, kids' books, kids' books that aren't quite kids' books like I Hate Fairyland. Um, You name it. Fantasy, science fiction, superheroes, slice of life. World history, best we could do. This is, I, I'm, look, we're covering ourselves in glory, to, to put this, with these other people's works, but I think we celebrated a, the, the best slice of comics that you could imagine that 2017 had to offer. I know there are people said, well, you forgot this one. Yeah, but we got all these right.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: I'm really thrilled with, with our selections and my thanks to... All my co-hosts for what we did this year.
0: Yes, very much, very, very much. Uh, anybody else before we wrap things up? Nope. All right. So this brings us to the end of this week's podcast. We'd like to thank each and every one of you who listen to the show and who help fuel our love for comics on a weekly basis. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can tweet us using the handle at Talking Comics or email using the address podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. Before to visit, uh, be sure to visit talkingcomicbooks.com for a series uh, of other fine podcasts that reach across the nerd spectrum in every direction. If you'd like to get in touch with us directly, you can reach out to Bob using the email. What's that? That's your cue. <laughs> Bob!
3: Bob you're- Bob <laughs> Reier at TalkingComicBooks.com
0: <laughs> we'll, well, everybody will catch on the more we do it. If you're looking for Joey, you can contact him on the twit at Joey Burcino. And of course, there's Jessica, who could be reached at...
2: On the twit, as Joey would say, and the Insta at Jarson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and of course, I can be found using either Twitter or Instagram at the handle dead underscore anchoress. Uh, so, for Bob.
3: Happy birthday, Bobby. staying
0: the same. Stay yeah, yeah. I love that. For Joey. I was going to say that. Sorry. Do we all want to sing it to him?
3: Happy birthday. He won't listen to it. It's fine. Okay. I was going to do the Stevie Wonder <laughs> version, too. Okay, fine. Fine.
0: Dude, dude, We're going to divide. I
1: died on the hill for you.
0: Wonder listen, <laughs> oh, Mr. President of Talking <laughs> okay (laughs) (laughs) just say goodbye to the good people
2: goodbye good people goodbye
0: (laughs) all right and i have been steve looking forward to another year of talking comics madness be excellent to each other tell someone you appreciate them loan someone a book and we'll catch you next time on talking comics podcast to be continued